Welcome back, everybody. Episode 71. Totally talking sports. Episode 71. Huge week uh, in the NFL. Huge week in MLB. Huge week in college basketball. It's been a really big week for all of us. We've had a really great time just watching sports, hanging out. Um, episode 71, we're going to be diving into offseason moves in the NFL as well as MLB. And then obviously talking the tournament. Uh, but before we get into anything, Timmy, how you been? Um, honestly, terrible. No, absolutely. No, oh, man, that's I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just I'm back at you know what uh, Tanner likes to call the uh, chocolate factory, aka Starbucks, and it's just terrible. It's, why the chocolate, why the chocolate factory? factory? I don't know. Don't know why he calls it that, but that's what he calls it. That's what and, Tanner calls it? Yeah, and it just kind of made me giggle the first time. He was like, "How was the chocolate factory day?" It was like I don't know a few years ago, and it just kind of made me laugh. So okay, uh, that's what you know. That's what he calls it. So, but back at Starbucks, Do you think Tanner just had a stroke and thought like. You actually made chocolate, and he was like, instead of coffee? Well, you mocha. I make chocolate. I, I <laughs> you make chocolate, yeah. <laughs> you put water in the battery. <laughs> you make mocha sauce. You know, you don't make the chocolate. Hey, you don't know how fucking South Virginia and Liberty makes their mocha. When was the last time you worked at Starbucks, Kyle? Uh, you don't know if the things have changed? Well, first off, that's true. But second, <laughs> technically, we both do know what it's like to make mocha there at Liberty, Virginia. <laughs> Not anymore. But not, not in anymore. 2022. Not <laughs> in 2022. You're right. You're right. Uh, but no, in, in reality, I'm fine. I uh, just, you know. You I understand going back to Starbucks is just depressing. Yeah. So. Super depressing. So, I don't know. Hopefully something may come up in the future. It's just, the whole thing is, is I'm going back to school in August. So, and they work around the school schedule on shifts. I'm making like 20 bucks an hour now. Very fair. Yeah. At least. So, it's just kind of like, uh, well, yeah. you know, 20 bucks an hour is 20 bucks an hour. So. Yeah. That's fair. Can't go wrong with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I've been good. Uh, nothing really too much changed. Um, just working. Uh, Saturday, me and Amanda, we had the day together, spent the day together. And then Sunday, went golfing with Tim, Chad, and Ryan. We had a great time there. Um, but other than that, dude, just working. What about you? Uh, I've been chilling. Um, so, came back on Monday from work. So, okay, it was great having Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday just to watch the games. Didn't have to do anything. Uh, that was fantastic. Come back on Monday, and I found out that my branch had to like close the previous week because we didn't have enough people. So oh, I was like, "Oh, because my one of my managers was also out." And I was like, "Oh, so you guys are down two people, and you guys just completely give up?" Well, we've had <laughs> we've had people fire. Also, someone that came back from PTO didn't actually come back from PTO. She had to take a little bit more time. Oh, okay. So it was like down like three people, and then you know we have like two people that work like three days a week. So we have like four people that work full time. And two of them were not there. Okay. So, it was, Jesus. It was rough times. Yeah. Rough times. Um, but I wasn't there, so that was cool. Uh, when people asked, I was like, I didn't even know we closed. I wasn't here. And they're like, oh, so it's your fault. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my fault. I mean, <laughs> technically, you were an underlying Ten, factor. Technically, it was my fault. Absolutely. Um, but it's been dead uh, since I've gotten back, the last three days. And today, they started construction where they're literally tearing out the entire sidewalk in front of my branch. So people just think we're closed. That's kind of nice, though. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. The day drags because yeah. we don't have any customers, but it is nice to just sit around and not do anything. Yeah. Well, speaking of Liberty in Virginia, it was like the same thing. Whenever they had like, you know, like hot August nights or whatever, and like they would just block off that road. And People couldn't one turn right. Tiny sign that said 
Turn like, right for Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> and like, they wouldn't read that, so like, everyone just thought we were closed. And be like, oh, dude, this is cush. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming. They yeah. actually closed down the, the lobby as far as they... So we're just a grab-and-go now in a drive-thru. All oh, the seating's right. gone. That's right. I remember you telling me that. That was kind of nice. Oh, yeah, that's clutch. Yeah. That's clutch. Pretty nice. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, been good for me other than that. and just kind of been hanging out, you know, watching the games, keeping up with everything. But last two nights, I mean, just kind of been coming home, having some dinner, and then going to bed. That's about it. Right so, on. Hell yeah, dude. been good for me. But uh, that's it for check-ins. Kyle, why don't we kick it off with some sports news we did not know we cared about. All right, kicking it off. As always, guys, we go with NFL first. Longtime NFL insider and ESPN reporter John Clayton dies at the age of 67. R.I.P. John. Uh, he was doing NFL insider work for 20-plus years. Um, very well respected in the realm of sports. Um, Al Michaels reportedly getting that Joe Buck money, which to me I thought was weird because I thought it would have been Al Michaels getting that Al Michaels money. Um, but... This suggests that Joe Buck makes more than Al Michaels. Probably and I does. like Al Michaels way more than Joe Buck. Everyone likes Al Michaels more than Joe Buck, but Joe Buck probably commands more money because people will tune in to shit on him. Yeah, that That's is fair. that is true. That's fair, dude. It's one of those people that you're just like, you know what? I hate you, but I'm gonna watch you because I hate you. Also, Fox just has more things. That's fair. Yeah, and Joe Buck does baseball. He does a U.S. Open for golf. Yeah, so I, I will refer back to Joe Buck gets more viewers. Um, okay, I did not know Joe Buck was doing everything. He does a little bit of everything. Okay. Well, Al Michaels reportedly getting that Joe Buck money and matched with ESPN's Kirk Herbstreit. Well, call, I know, I know. Right when I said it, I didn't even mean to say that. You guys get how me fucking you, paranoid. How did you get his name wrong? You guys get me paranoid, dude. Right? But you said his name before. <laughs> I've heard you say Kirk Herbstreet. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, all right? How is it spelled? I don't even know. It's H-E-R-B-S-T-R-E-I-T. E-R-T. And you said straight? Herbstreet? Herbstreet. Right now I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys know that I know how to say it, all right? I don't, I don't, I don't know that anymore. Okay, well anyway, dude. Al Michaels and Kirk, all right, are getting together and they're going to call NFL Thursday Night Football's on Amazon Prime. Why is it footballs? Because um, they're going to be doing multiple footballs every Thursday. <laughs> uh, do you think there's only one football in a football game, dude? On, dude. No, you're fucking, you're they're high as shit, Each of the dude. footballs that go into There's the like game. 30 balls per game. They're calling each of the okay. Thursday night footballs games, dude, on Amazon Prime. All right? I'm, I'm done listening. All right? Amazon Prime um, will now be taking that over. We know, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but DirecTV's out, out of business. Yeah, DirecTV won't have Sunday because tickets. Amazon will probably buy Sunday Ooh, or well, Apple. I heard Pat McAfee talking about that. He said I was gonna Apple say, was going to bid Apple on. was bidding in on Google's probably going to bid I'll in on I'll buy Apple it. TV for Sunday ticket for free. If it's only... If it's only... Yes. Ooh, got a, uh, got a new follower. New follower? I don't know who it was. Thank uh, you, guys, whoever that was. Thanks. I, I don't know. Get, get I, I, I fucked it up. And we it need to get the up. name to give proper respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's supposed to pop up. Um, but uh, So whoever you were, just go ahead and comment. <laughs> yes, go ahead and comment because we want to shout you out. Uh, but we're, do you think that the, the NFL Sunday ticket, if it went to Apple TV, would only be four ninety nine a month for Apple TV? Because I have Apple TV. Even if, even if they bumped that to nine ninety nine a month, even if they bumped it to twenty bucks a month, I don't know. I think I don't that, think they'd go that far. I think they still do what uh, Sunday ticket does. Mm. I still think they're going to end up doing a purchase like that. I don't think it'll be as fat. You know, it might be like one fifty or two hundred for the whole thing. Even then, I'd pay that. 
for Sunday ticket, two hundred bucks. See, but I wouldn't because I got a you know a super box. Yeah, okay, you know? that, yeah, and we sure. get all of our games for free. Yeah, but and they lag and they. Um, you know. Have you seen but that new super box? I, I've had no. Yeah, it was a double. Yeah, it it's, looks like a straight up router. I know. Like, I don't I know. want it, dude. I know. One <laughs> of these days, I'm gonna, is fine, one but... days I'm gonna fuck around and get one. <laughs> um, but right now it just ain't that time. You know what I mean? I, I feel you. Um. But uh, but yeah, so Google's also bidding, um, Apple's bidding. But what does Google have to stream on? Oh, Peacock. No, that's NBC. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's NBC. Um, I don't I'm, know. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised Google doesn't have anything yet. They, maybe they do own something that we just well, don't know about. Well, they, yeah. they do. So it's the, the, just not available to us. They have like Google, like uh, Google fucking internet and shit. And it's supposed to be the absolute fastest of the fastest and top of the line. But there's only certain areas that have it, which I don't know if they have TV or not. I don't know. But I heard that they're going to be bidding in on it, too. They're coming out with a new one called Google TV. Oh, okay. So they're coming out with their own. That would be probably... We overthought that. That That would be their big move, probably, if they were to try to jump into the sports space. Because Amazon already has a spot in the sports space. Um, I would imagine if Google... YouTube already has a spot in the sports space. As far as Hulu isn't in the bidding for... Well, Hulu already has Hulu has live sports. Yeah, so. they Hulu has live sports. They have live sports, so they probably don't need like they probably, they still have the Fox games, you know. Yeah, ca- that, cable so. TV is gonna be obsolete, but now everyone's just gonna have seven subscriptions that equal to what the cable would have just been if they would have just had that. Yeah, but you have so many more options, is the thing. And that is also true. Like I'd, I'd be fine. I'm fine. Ah, fuck, I'm fine paying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuckers. <laughs> Mine's off the dome. You're reading and you can't talk. So. <laughs> That's the problem. All right? When I read is when I fuck shit up. Okay. So I'd be fine paying like 150 bucks a month for all my streaming services. You know, if I'm, well, or like or how people pay for Logan, cable. Here, let me give you another option. You pay make one small payment for $299, get every game for free, every subscription package, and watch anything you want. At all times for one small payment of two ninety nine. I'm a bougie boy, so I like I like no buffers. Yeah, I like okay, no uh, lags. I like. I mean, yeah, I can't really argue with that. Um, Directv is one of the best things I ever had, and then it was really. Expensive. It was great when it was free. And my mom was paying for it. Yeah, it was so nice. Yeah. It, it was great when I was spending one ten a month, and then all of a sudden it jacked up to two thirty after my two years. Yeah, after a month. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm gonna cancel that. Cancel that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I found my Superbox. Okay, uh, moving on. Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Agent says he's ready to play if a team needs him. Um, and I'm sure he was four years ago. I know every single season before they start, hey, Kaepernick says he is ready to play if they need him, guys. But no team fucking wants him. But apparently he's going to, um, they've been in talks or he's going to work out um, at uh, Seattle with Seattle. Well, I think he's in Seattle. I don't know if he's working out with the Seahawks or for the Seahawks. Yes. I think he's just in Seattle. I think he's like, hey, what's up, Pete? Look at these legs, boy. <laughs> I, can, I can do something with him, dude. Yeah. How old is he now? Like 30 something. Hey, because what would Cap, I mean, what kind of deal would he take? It wouldn't be something fat. He would have to take veteran back minimum. Be back which up. is, I think, one mil. No. He's 34. V- veteran is one mil, I'm pretty sure. No. He's 34. It's not that old. No. No. To be like, hey, fuck, we got nobody right now. Russell Wilson, he had legs. Kaepernick, you might still have legs. No, they, who got, knows? They got some guys. We'll get into it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah but who knows? I think knows? I think if he signs with the team, it's gonna have to be a West Coast team, like you know, a team from like a liberal state, most likely. Because I feel like if he signs, like no, Washington. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. Or or even any of the teams in California, which I don't think any of them would. 
But like, hey, maybe like Trey Lance is backup, you know? Niners bring him back. I'm glad you haven't brought up the Rams yet because if you tell no, me they they wouldn't. That that would never yeah, happen. Yeah, Rams would never take. Yeah, cap. Yeah. But like a team, you know, a, a, a team like that, you know, maybe the fucking Raiders bring him in. I don't know. Yeah. In the, I don't know. One of the like the West Coast teams, liberal states, because if he goes to a team in like the South, they're gonna get murdered by their fan base. Yes. Right. So it's that gonna have to be a team like that. Well. I just get annoyed because there's so many quarterbacks in the NFL that don't deserve to be in the NFL, and I think Colin Kaepernick hasn't played in four or five years, he's still better than guys that are on rosters. I will, I a hundred percent believe that. Yeah. I I watched, I I watched Ian book throw football for the saints last year. (laughs) And I'll tell you right now, Colin Kaepernick will do better than that. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So I was like, I don't know, dude, maybe a little Seattle one year deal as their starter, get them through one year. They have draft picks. They can start building around it. They can try and focus. Maybe they go out and they draft a quarterback, either Pickett or Willis. Draft this Malik one, Willis, have have, have Cap be a, oh, may, may, maybe you have Cap in just in the room. I I honestly would rather get him out there. See, I don't think Cap would be a morale boost, so I, I wouldn't. No, no, I'm, say, say I'm not saying I'm not saying a morale boost. I'm saying at, he was a quarterback that went to a Super Bowl in you know his first year as a starter, and he had success running the football, throwing the football. Like wasn't amazing, but he had success. He played in the league for multiple years. He was a Really good quarterback. Yeah, he was do you a good remember what he did against the Packers in the NFC Championship game? I'm sure that's branded in Kyle's brain, even hey, though he doesn't want it there. I'm sorry. Did I say anything about his <laughs> his physical traits? Or regardless, anything like that? No. regardless, I think it'd be nice to have him not as a locker room guy, but as a mentor for a quarterback coming in who's also a mobile quarterback. So not as a locker yeah. room guy, but as like a mentor for your young. See, quarterback. but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to disagree because he hasn't fucking played in like six or seven years. Doesn't mean he doesn't. He still would know how to no, read no, NFL no, yeah, defenses. No, yeah. He still he's knows still, how to. He still knows. If the anybody game. knows how to handle outside pressure on a young quarterback, that you know happening off the field and having to try to play through it, I'm sure Cap could help him with anything that's going on. I disagree. He didn't play through anything. He just got cut. <laughs> he didn't have to. Play, <laughs> he, he didn't have to play through the pressure. That's they the went out. Oh, yeah, you're out of here. He was like, <laughs> oh shit. All right. Now I got to deal with the pressure for my million dollar home. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think he'd be good there. I, I think that Seattle should take him, regardless okay. of why we think he should be there. I think that's a good spot for him. Okay. Just one year. Yeah, like like you said, minimum deal. Um, and then an official NFL game coming to VR. Um, oh, yeah. I have an Oculus Quest, so I'm excited about this. Do you have an Oculus Quest? Yeah, dude. Dude, why haven't you ever brought it over? Uh, I never thought about it. I, I want to I play the Saber shit. Yeah, we only have podcasts. I don't have that. That's like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. <laughs> okay, yeah. what awesome games do you play? Um, they have like golf games for the Oculus. I know, so that's actually my next purchase. Is uh, They have a golf one. I, I bought a little one. I didn't like it, so I just got a refund on it. Okay. And then I bought Creed, which is a boxing one. Oh, yeah. But it's very cartoonish, and I beat it in... 45 minutes. So I was like, all right, <laughs> refund. Give me that refund back. But, dude, cardio? Whoa, dude. That game had me sweating, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm Creed, dude. I'm I would hope. Quick, I'm doing a quick match cardio, against right? fucking Rocky himself. Dude, I'm fucking sweating because this dude's trying to whoop my ass, dude. Anyway. Um, right now for football, <laughs> anyway. though, when I looked at football games, they had, like, the Patrick Mahomes experience. And it's literally... I hate that. No, it's cool, though. Like, like... It's cool care. for the first 30 minutes because you're like, all right, cool. Like you can call audibles and shit and you're throwing the pass and all that. But like, like run plays, they have to be pitches and it's fucking hard as shit to pitch it. And then, you know, so there's no handoffs and you can't really like, you're not playing defense or anything. You're just, you're just throwing the ball. And then it's like, it's really fun for a second and then it's just not fun anymore. Yeah. You know? So 
I'm excited for an actual all-around NFL experience. And hopefully we'll see. I don't know if we'll be able to play defense. But oh man, let me let me be Bobby Wagner. <laughs> let me just tackle my fucking recliner, put holes in my walls. <laughs> that would be a blast. So I'm I am excited for that. Jumping over to MMA, uh, Nate Diaz teases a move to Bellator. Um, I, I don't. I think it's more of like a hey, hurry up and get me a big money fight, or else I'm gonna leave and actually make some money. Um, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, uh, not, not too crazy. Um, he's getting up pretty up there. So. Yeah, exactly. And he's only good in the fifth round for the last 30 seconds of it. Yeah. Um, Chell Sonnen. Mm-hmm. 11 separate battery charges have been filed against him after an incident at a Las Vegas hotel last December. I remember touching up on it. I don't know if you guys knew about that. Um, but the court and everything, like, it's, it's, it's about to start. It's about to start for all these. Um, he pretty much says it was self-defense. Um <laughs> like you like, said, eleven like, guys try to jump yeah, him. Yeah, hey, one of them being a girl. So, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I love Sonnen, dude. So, I don't know. I wouldn't say I love him. <laughs> I wouldn't say I love him. I like him. Okay, I trust him. All right, I trust him. Uh, I, yeah, okay. I yeah. trust his word. Hey, hey, hey. I trust his I word mean, to the fullest. When we first heard about Sean Watson, we were like, uh. Because I, I remember I thought it was only one, and I was like, well, you know, it's probably that one that case. And then, like 22. And then Logan was like, well, it's actually 22, and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, no. so I, I don't know. <laughs> one of them's got to not be lying. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll, we'll we'll get into that, too, because I want to talk about him. Um, McGregor arrested on traffic violations. Um, I guess he was, like, speeding in his Bentley or something or whatever. I don't know. He got pulled yeah. over. Um, Jorge, probably the biggest thing. Yes. Jorge Masvidal may face a felony battery charge. Stemming from his altercation with Colby Covington outside of a Miami restaurant. Punching the teeth out of him. Covington was outside of the Papi Steak Restaurant in Miami, Florida, when Masvidal <laughs> allegedly attacked him with a punch to the mouth and then another punch to the left eye. <laughs> According to a recently released police report obtained by MMA Fighting, Covington suffered a fractured tooth. I don't even know what that means. It's a chipped tooth. I don't know. I don't know what a fractured tooth, tooth is. Tooth is a bone. Tooth is a bone. Wow, dude. Guys, we learning today. <laughs> I did not know that was classified as a bone. Yep. Wow. Well, guys, guess what? Fractured tooth, guys. Fractured. Not chipped. He fractured it. And also, suffered... fun fact, boner's not a bone. Damn. Yeah, no. I knew that one. <laughs> hey, I knew that one. But boys, we learning today. He didn't know that the way he said damn. <laughs> He didn't know that. What an idiot. All right. But he, <laughs> and he suffered an abrasion on his left wrist as a result of the assault. Um, it was funny because all of these articles came out. And like six hours later, I would see more articles. And then those ones said, Masvidal attacked a civilian who wants to remain unnamed. I was like, what? It's been six hours already. Everybody knows it's Colby. So that article was pointless. And I hope that guy gets fired. Jumping over to NBA. Zion posted a dunk video. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Dunking. Yeah, but Logan's already been over this. He's not injured. He just doesn't want to play. Yeah, he's not. Also, he was playing on, like, a, I didn't know this was a thing, really, but NBA teams have, like, rehab gyms. I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but the floor bends when he jumps. The what? The floor bends. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back and watch the video, like... almost warps? No, it, like, it literally indents when he jumps, and it's not because he's fat. It's because... You know, the floor is, like, meant to be squishy so that when they're recovering, they're not putting all that full force on their legs. Oh, like Louisville and Paul George. 
So Zion's still there. <laughs> you know, the Louisville guard that came down during the tournament yeah. snapped his leg and then Paul George did it? Yeah, but Paul George's was because he landed on the stanchion. Oh, okay. The Louisville kid, that was just fucking weird. Okay. Hey, but hey, yes, okay. I would, yes, Kevin King is his name. Okay. Um, who, who's the guy? Not who, Kevin who, King. Who, who's the guy who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like a football player. Yeah, it was. Who, who, who's the guy that snapped his leg and Bowen's showing out? That was the Louisville guy. That's no, what I'm talking about. No, 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 it was, it was NBA. Paul George. Well, no, it wasn't Paul George. Uh, Gordon Hayward? Sound right either. Derrick Rose? No. No. <laughs> Derrick Rose was all like. Derrick Rose knee. Remember? <laughs> I don't think he said that in a rap version. <laughs> no, is uh, the one that you might be thinking of. Oh, there was another one too. There's been multiple guys that have broken like, like that. Gordon Hayward. It happened and in 2012. Stop holding your 2012? Knee. <laughs> 2012. Jesus dude. Christ, Kyle. Bone out I, of I this. I was skin. 12. So. Yeah, that was 10 years ago. You were watching NBA though. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't paying that much attention. Uh, no, I don't know. It was bone out of skin. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he was talking about. But, uh, yeah, no, so the floor was squishy when he jumped. You can see that. But still, I mean, he's going off the glass between the legs. Like, he's not completely healthy. But there's only a few weeks left in the season. I don't really get the point of him posting that video. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm healthy enough to dunk on, like, a, you know, not completely, you know, hardwood floor. Um, but I can't play basketball. And it's like, he got cleared for one-on-ones today. So maybe he can start getting back into it. Maybe if they make the play-in, maybe he plays. But at this point, they have like have no timetable for his return. It looks like it won't be until next year anyways. They shouldn't even really be in the play-in, but yeah. The West is the West right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, go over the power rankings real quick. Suns 1, Heat 2, Celtics 3. They're on fire right now. Catching a lot of momentum. Grizzlies 4, Bucks 5, Lakers down at 22. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, they've been they've been just sitting there. Yeah, uh, they've, they've been uh, like yeah. around twenty. That's where they deserve to be. They're terrible. So they play in though. Yeah, and then they're gonna get bounced. I don't know. Dude. They'll find a way to make the playoffs. Playoff. I think they'll find a way to. No, make no, the no, no. I'm saying that they'll like they'll play in the they'll play. Make playoffs. They'll make it to the playoffs, and then they'll get bounced. They'll be the an eight seed. They'll, How many they'll times has LeBron not made playoffs? I don't think LeBron is ever miss the playoffs. Maybe what, maybe once. Thought. Maybe once in his career. Like his first year with the Lakers when they had like Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram before they got rid of those guys. I think maybe that year they missed the playoffs. But that would be like it. Because I think even his rookie year the Cavs made the playoffs. They didn't do anything but they made the playoffs. Um, then jumping over to NHL. Maple Leafs to where Bieber designed third jerseys. Guys, I know what you're thinking. That headline sounds a little off. Um, Justin Bieber, um, as a native of Canada, and I think specifically right around Toronto, um, he's a big Maple Leafs fan. He goes to a lot of the games. He designed their third jerseys. I showed Logan and Tim to get their uh, opinions about it before I told them who had designed them, and it's unanimous. These jerseys are sick as fuck, dude. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really nice. Yeah, they're, they are they sick are. as fuck. They have uh, black and blue ones. And they have like a black and gold, black and yellow. Um, and they look so clean. Um, and then I told him it was Justin Bieber. Tim said, I hate it. Um, <laughs> Logan said, good for him. So, you know, we got some different types of minds no, I, around here. No, I, at the end of it, I said I still like them. No, I know. They're still sick as fuck. Um, and going over power rankings, Avalanche 1, Hurricanes 2, Lightning 3, Panthers 4, Flames at 5. We got our Bruins at 7. He, uh, dude, Logan, his teams right now are just kind of beating the shit out of mine and Tim's. Um, we got the Islanders at 19. Solid. Um, yeah, they, dude, they, used, they were down at like 30 for a while, so they're coming back up. Um, and they're always, dude, they're always like a little... 
Three quarters of the way through the season, dude. They start yeah. putting on the Jets. Um, Ducks all the way down at 23. Um, we'll probably get into that next week, guys, because we got a rebuild on our hands. And I'm not happy about it, guys. I'm not fucking happy about it. And then we got we got the podcast team of the Seattle Kraken. Debatably, one of the coolest teams in, in the NHL right now. Kraken. Dude, the Kraken, I think their colors are sick, dude. It's like that like little teal turquoise. The logo's the sick. Black. Yeah. I think the logo's pretty sick, dude. And it's the fucking Seattle Kraken. They are dog shit, dude. <laughs> they are 32nd out of 32 teams. They are doing so bad. Um, but yeah, we will, yeah, we'll get in an NHL probably next week. Jumping over to golf. Sam Burns wins the Valspar Championship. Yeah, good for him. Huh? That's yeah. Second, min- second. Minus seven. Third. Teen, I think he won in overtime. Uh, I don't know who he, who he went up against. Oh, some some guy I've never I, some guy I've never even heard of. Yeah, but he birdied uh, he birdied overtime um, to take to, to take playoffs? the dub. Yeah, I'm going to need you to quit calling it playoff overtime. overtime. <laughs> it's um, a playoff. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought on ESPN it literally says OT. So oh, well, ESPN needs to get their shit together. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, it's not your fault. If it's not your fault, it's not your fault. Yeah, dude. Fuck me then for trusting ESPN guys. Yeah. Fuck right. you, ESPN. Yeah, I probably read it wrong. So let's uh, <laughs> let, let's just make sure we're clear up there. I was gonna say, Kyle, you've also watched more golf than I have. <laughs> you should just know it's called a playoff. I didn't. I didn't I've Maybe they changed the name. I don't know. I always thought it was just overtime, dude. I don't know. You guys know me. I'm an overtime guy. I love overtime. <laughs> All right. I fucking love overtime. Free golf, free golf. Yeah, overtime. I fucking I love overtime, guys. All right, now hold on one second because now I gotta pull this up because now I'm just fucked over here. Um, but other than that, we're going to jump over. It's kind of like the last little bit, guys, of uh, Kyle Sports News this week. Um, but it's going to be March Madness. Um, now, obviously, there's nobody that breathes college basketball more probably in the country than my man Logan over here. Um, that and that's, that's an easy stretch. That's not a far <laughs> stretch. That is an easy, close stretch because nobody knows it better than you probably in the U.S., so why don't you kick it off with some of the scores? I, I, there are people that cover college basketball for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, wish I, I, I appreciate you like sucking his wiener. Like, I'm, great. I'm sorry, dude. Are you here to fucking not hype him up and shit on him? Is that <laughs> is that what kind of podcast this is, dude? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, like, then fuck me, silly, dude. Logan knows I trust his opinion, but I, I, there's a point where you go too much. Yes. See right there. Ot seven. Man, that's tough. ESPN's dog no, shit. No, that's that's ESPN's fault. It's not overtime. <laughs> Fuck ESPN. I guess so it could be, it, it it be considered OT. overtime, but it's not called overtime. It's playoff. Yeah, see, so I always thought it was OT. That, that, that's completely fine. Right, it's dude. not your fault. Guys, hey, we learned it today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking teeth are bones, bones, dude. Boners are not bones. I think you're the only person who has learned things today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he didn't know a boner wasn't a bone, dude. What an idiot, this guy over here, right? All right, all right. All right, now let's kick it off with the number one ranked college basketball info guy in the world. <laughs> We're going to kick it off with Logan Dungus, as Amanda likes to say. <laughs> this is me. Logan Dungus? That's me. All right, so I'm just going to go through. We're just going to go through the bracket. Um, I'm not going to go through by how the times of the games. All right. We are just going through the bracket. That, w- that meant nothing. No, but... it's just everything in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. All back in my head. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to start in the West. Uh, start with Gonzaga. So Gonzaga beats Georgia State. But they only did it because Georgia State's starting center got hurt, and then their backup center fouled out. I don't know if you guys watched that game. That game was close. It was. For the first 25 minutes. games have been close. Yeah, but I mean, this was like, they they won by 21, and you go, yeah. They won by 21 because they went on a 21 to nothing run 
after some Asian dude got I, in. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I texted you guys his name. I don't remember it. Oh, I'm not. No, gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna be racist. Yeah, don't that butcher that. <laughs> don't butcher that. But I did text you. I said this guy's in the game. It's over. And then Gonzaga immediately went on a 21 to nothing run. Yeah. And won the game by 21 points. So, oh, yeah, because you texted us that. Yes, and you're like, hey, that guy's out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, over. this guy's in, it's over. And he was like, a kid that, and Brittany was like, that's a little harsh to say. And I'm like, Brittany, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they talked about him. He was like, he's played eight games this season. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, that just validates every. He's an Asia kid, Asian kid playing at Georgia State, and he's third off the bench at center. I don't think I need to like have like, the most knowledge here. Right. But uh, yeah, so he, he they go out. Uh, Gonzaga gets the win. Good for them. Memphis dominating Boise State for like the entirety of the first half. Let Boise State back in, in the second half. What? Chien Hao Ma. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how. I, yeah. I Chien Hao Ma. Yeah. Uh, so Memphis able to pull away at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep going, man. Okay. Yeah, Memphis. All right, Memphis. Memphis, Memphis beats Boise State. Uh, UConn's trash. They lose to New Mexico State. There's gonna so be twelve. Bad. There's gonna be twelve fives. That happened to be one of the two this year. Uh, you know, good for New Mexico State. UConn, just bad. Um, Arkansas struggles against Vermont. They had to pull one out late. That's a little uh, foretelling for the rest of the bracket, I think. Um, Notre Dame shoots the fucking lights out against Alabama. Cormac Ryan has a career night. <clears throat> Goes for like 29, maybe 30. I don't remember. Uh, but he was 29. making... <laughs> I, have I no didn't notes. hype you for no reason, <laughs> I have Logan. no notes. I just have the bracket up. I did not hype you up for no reason. Uh, so yeah, Cormac Ryan makes all of his three pointers in that game. Essentially, Alabama couldn't hit really anything, um, and that's just kind of what happens in the tournament. If you have a team that just gets hot one night, it's just what's going to fucking happen. Uh, it's good for Notre Dame; they get an upset there. Sorry to Kyle. Uh, Texas Tech easily takes care of Montana State. No one saw anything different happening. Michigan State and Davidson, fantastic game. Uh, comes down to the wire. Michigan State pulls it out late. I think. It comes down to coaching, probably Tom Izzo, fantastic coach, was able to get the win late. Uh, Duke take care of uh, Cal State Fullerton. Again, didn't really expect anything different. They made it close for a little while, but Duke was able to pull away in the second half. Going to the East region, uh, Baylor takes care of Nor Norfolk. No uh, question there. I told you guys Marquette was dog shit, and North Carolina made them look like dog shit. Yeah. Um, then St. Mary's takes care of Indiana very easily, which I... I didn't think it was going to be that easy. I did not them. think so either. Uh, St. Mary's, not that good. They put the hurt on them. Dude. I mean, they're good, but not that good. Not that good. Maybe the, points? Maybe the shit out of Indiana. Yeah. Uh, UCLA then barely beats Akron somehow. UCLA, I think, is a very fake team. Uh, yes. Just throwing that out there. Um, but they, you know, they pull it out against Akron. Good for them. Texas takes care of Virginia Tech. Uh, guard play just too much. Uh, by Texas. I mean, they have like three really good guards. Virginia Tech really heavily relies on shooting the ball well, but when you give up 81 points, it's hard to win that game even if you are shooting the ball well. Um, Purdue takes care of Yale easily, obviously. Murray State and San Francisco, fantastic game. Murray State was able to pull away late. Uh, and then the upset of the first round, St. Peter's takes care of Kentucky. General, it's been the biggest one so far, yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably, yeah, easily just in general. Um, I don't know, Miami over Auburn is also huge because they did huge. it by 18. Yeah, no, they absolutely, yeah, they so I would say, Auburn. yeah, so St. Peter's just had an answer for everything Kentucky related. They put up 85. So the reason why Kentucky wins games is because they have Oscar Shibway, great center, he's an all American, he's a player of the year candidate. <clears throat> uh, he probably won't be a first round draft pick because he's a traditional center, and traditional centers don't get drafted anymore. Um, but he eats up rebounds. 
But if you never miss, he can't get any rebounds. Nope. And that's how St. Peter's played. They just said, what if we just don't miss? <laughs> what if we just, like, make rebounds. everything? Yeah, he had 16 rebounds. It was probably Jesus. all 16 of their misses. All 16 yeah. of St. Peter's misses were all rebounds by Oscar Sheetway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they just had an answer for everything Kentucky did. I mean, you can't fault Kentucky. They put up 79, right? When you give up 85 to a team that's a 15 seed. Uh, shout out Doug Ederson or whatever his name is on St. Peter's, white kid with the stash. Shout out to you, kid. Yeah. You know, go off. He got a, he got a uh, Buffalo Wild Wings deal. Yeah. Either. This is yeah. why I love the NIL deal. Because you could have one good game in college basketball and get a fucking $100,000 scholarship, like sponsorship. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. Just made 100 k because I put up 15 points, but Saint, I have a stash. Yeah. St. Peter's. Yeah. The and Peacocks. The St. Peter's they Peacocks. Like, they got like 3,000 kids that go to that school. It's a small school. Um, it's a small school in stacked. New Jersey. It's, it's in New Jersey. Fun fact. Uh, the last time a team from New Jersey made the Sweet 16 was, I believe, Seton Hall. Like years and years and years ago, star player on that team is currently the head coach at St. Peter's. No notes, dude. No That's notes. off the dome. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so you shit on him, dude. I didn't shit on him. <laughs> I did not shit on him. All right, so uh, shout out to St. Peter's. Good for them getting that win. It's fantastic to see. Uh, Arizona easily takes care of Wright State. TCU just walks all over Seton Hall. Um, I thought Seton Hall was fake. TCU has made has had several upsets throughout the uh, the end of the season against yeah, you top me Big about 12 that, teams, and then I uh, just didn't listen. So yeah, yeah, it's okay because I also picked UAB over Houston. Yeah, um, remember when you guys made fun of me because I said Seton, right? And I said Seton Hall, Seton Hall. I don't give a fuck. TCU by seven. Oh my, twenty-seven. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying I was close. <laughs> I was close. Uh, yeah, Houston walks all over UAB. Which is not what I saw happening, but probably just because it's the UAB Dragons, and I really wanted you know the Dragons. The dragons, to man, the Dragons. <laughs> I really wanted that to happen, uh, but Houston. I mean, they they're, they're a fast team. They get up and down the court. They don't really have a star player. I don't see them making it past where they are now. But we'll get into that later. Uh, Illinois. This should have been a very much an indicator for what was going to happen in the second round because they barely beat Chattanooga and they didn't look good at all. Mm-hmm. And Illinois is one of those teams where. They play in the Big Ten, and people think they're great because they win in the Big Ten a little bit. But the Big Ten, based off the first round, extremely overrated. Yeah, and you know, I'd like to first say this two about fucking it's Kofi Colburn. Kofi. Kofi. Kofi Colburn, that dude is such a specimen. Yeah, no, he has a fifteen inch cock. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. Minimum. Yeah. We were it was Sunday and we were watching the the beginning of the Houston Illinois game and we were at the Lake Ridge bar and we were having like a bloody mary and stuff and I was just sitting there and I'm like Jesus Christ dude this guy is a fucking mountain. It's, yeah. it's Kofi what? Coburn. It it is spelled Cockburn. It is Coburn. It's, yeah, it's I definitely tough. thought it was Cockburn. It's tough. <laughs> and I went, wow, that's a tragedy. Yeah. I, I think it's Cockburn. I think it's Cockburn. He just, yeah. when they asked him, he was like, oh, no, 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 it's Coburn. It, it's, it's Coburn. Coburn. Come Coburn, on, guys. It's like when, uh, the like, uh, Old Vine, when it's like, shithead, and it's, like, it's pronounced Shathid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what yeah. it is. Uh, so, Illinois barely sneaks one out against Chattanooga. <laughs> Uh, Michigan takes care of Colorado State. They did have to battle back. They were down at halftime against Colorado State. That was first game of the tournament. Michigan. And I was really, really upset right now. Oh, I am too. Uh, Michigan, so Michigan's not talented enough. No. And their head coach is not good enough for them to be doing what they're doing right now. No. But 
hey, props to them for getting a win. They snuck one. You know, they were able to come back, battle back. Without their starting point guard, too, Dante Jones, their starting point guard, got a concussion, like, before the tournament. And I'm like, where? how hard are you going in practice that you get a concussion before the fucking NCAA tournament? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he, like, came back for the next game, and then he immediately got hit in the head. <laughs> and then missed the rest of the game. Right in the head. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee takes care of Longwood easily. What what else did you expect? Ohio State takes care of Loyola. Neither team shot the ball well at all. It's 54 to 41. Ohio State, not a good defensive team. <laughs> Loyola just couldn't make a basket. So that's tough for them. Um, they probably also didn't have an answer for EJ Liddell. He's a, he's a great player. Yeah. Um, great big down low. I'm sure Loyola didn't have an answer for him. Uh, Villanova takes care of Delaware very easily. Uh, okay. Moving on to the Midwest. Last region, the first round. Kansas takes care of Texas Southern. No big deal. Creighton goes on like a 9-0 run to tie the game and then, you know, hits a three at the end to beat San Diego State. Great comeback by them. They look dead in the water. They have like two of their five starters are injured and are missing these games. Props to them for making it a fucking game and for coming back and winning that. Iowa's a goddamn disappointment, and I hate them with a passion. I can't believe they lost. They, I can because they just kept shooting threes for no fucking yeah, reason. Yeah, they were jacking them up. It was, I was bad. watching it, and, I, and Brittany was like, why, like, how did they lose this game? And I'm like, because they adopted the mentality of win by the three, or like, you know, live by the three, die by the three. <clears throat> so they were just going to keep shooting threes regardless yeah. if they were going in or not because they just assumed, well, at some point they'll start going in. And it's like, right, but you're also playing a team that's way worse than you. Maybe save that for another game. Yeah. And just go to the rim and win the game. And they couldn't figure that out. They lose by four. Um, they have a kid that's a top 15 pick in this draft. They have... uh He's trying to get a little drunk with us. Hey, yeah, that's <laughs> my, my dog. That's my dog. Uh, you know, they, they they have enough good players in that team that they should be able to take care of Richmond easily. Um, so it's it's kind of frustrating. It's very frustrating because people had Iowa going far. Kyle had Iowa in his Sweet 16. <laughs> Iowa uh, in the Sweet 16, bro. Um, so goddamn shame on, on them to lose that game. Uh, Providence takes care of South Dakota State. That was my upset prediction. Um, that was my big one that I would thought was going to happen. Here's my thing. We'll keep going into this, but Providence? That's no. who I'm adopting. I know, I know it's Providence. Oh, the They're Providence gonna... Friars? Yeah. Listen, the I want... Providence wanted... Friars. I remember okay. when, when we were picking brackets, you yes. gave me shit when I was like, I kind of want Providence to go so, far. And, you're, so, and you like immediately shot it down and you shit in my fucking throat. I did because we had just watched a little like a uh, clip, a video clip that they did on Providence's head coach where he was walking around Providence's fucking cafeteria and someone with a Providence sweater walked by and he was like, I like that sweater. <laughs> I, was like, no, he, he, I, I remember that specifically. That is what he judged it off of. He went, Oh, I fucking hate Providence now. <laughs> Because of that one little clip. That well, he and saw. then they showed him in practice and like, they didn't show anything happening with the practice. They just showed the coach. And you could hear him coach, and he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, get on the ball, get on the floor, get for the, go, go for the ball. And then he looks at the camera, and he's like, I love guys that give effort. And I'm like, well, that's not <laughs> fucking stage. Like, I'm like, what are we doing here? Are there even people on the court? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, so I hate Providence. I hate Ed Cooley with a passion. Um, I'm going for Providence, man. <laughs> yeah. They take care of South Dakota State. Uh, Iowa State upsets LSU. Uh, a little bit closer than I honestly thought it was going to be. Five-point game. Um, but Iowa State takes care of business, so good for them. Wisconsin struggles mightily against the toothpaste company. <laughs> Did you like yeah, that? Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, Colgate pushed them. <laughs> for, and I don't understand how they did, but they, they pushed Wisconsin for a while. Um, and then, uh, and you know, Wisconsin was able to pull it out late because they have an experienced team, whatever. It's a 14 seed. You shouldn't be that close. 
Um, just like with fucking Arkansas against Vermont. You shouldn't be that close. USC Miami. Fuck USC, dude. Fuck USC hard. <laughs> I hate them. Okay? I, I've hated them already. I hated Miami too. I picked USC because it was lesser of two evils. I don't hate USC dude, basketball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't like Miami. I don't like Miami at all. They took my football coach and they are in the ACC. So I already hated them for playing against Duke. Okay. Even they beat us once, we beat them the next time, I still hate them. I don't care. But they get the win uh, because they have five guys that are 25 on that team. Uh, Charlie Moore and, ooh, I forget the other kid's name. But, you know, they have two kids that are, like, really old that are the stars of that team. Um, And those are the guys that uh, came up clutch for them in that game. USC did try to make a very valiant comeback. Uh, I thought it was pretty impressive. I kept getting mad because they just kept having the white kid on their team shoot threes. And he, like, made bad decision after bad decision, and they just kept having him shoot threes. And every time he got the ball, I was like, you deserve to lose. And then he made the three, and I was like, you still deserve to lose. <laughs> Secretly hoping, like, okay, maybe yeah. this kid hit another one. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, I mean, good for Miami. That was a great game it was all a around. Game, yeah. And then Auburn takes care of Jacksonville State. So we'll move on to round 32. Gonzaga takes care of Memphis. Close game. Very close game. It was. Very close game. Memphis didn't even have anyone that played really that great. Nope. Their best player did not play well. Jalen Duren, he's supposed to be a top five pick. He did not play well against Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren dominated the fuck out of Jalen Duren the entire game. Uh, and drew Timmy eight inside as well. So the really the only difference maker was that Andrew Nemhard made five threes. And Andrew Nemhard is not a sharpshooter. So him going for five threes is not something that you normally expect to see. It's pretty impressive to see that. But that's kind of the only reason they won that game. Um, I, I don't, I'm not impressed by Gonzaga so far in this tournament. No. Not at all. Uh, also not impressed by Arkansas. They barely beat New Mexico State. New Mexico State beat a bad UConn team. <clears throat> Arkansas struggled against Vermont and then struggled against New Mexico State. Yeah. I, don't, I think Gonzaga wipes the floor with Arkansas. I don't want to see that, but yeah. I don't think it'd be close. Okay. Um, Texas Tech beats Notre Dame. Sharpshooting runs out for Notre Dame. Cormac Ryan puts up like nine points after he put up 29. So, you know, it's kind of, that's, that's why they advanced in the first place. I think Alabama would have fared better against Texas Tech. Um, but Texas Tech plays very good defense. You know, hold Notre Dame to 53 points. That's a really good defensive performance. It was still very close down the stretch. Good for them getting that dub. I had many heart attacks in the Duke-Michigan State game. <laughs> I had many of them. Uh, I would imagine. I truly believe that if Michigan State did not make all of their three-pointers in the first half, that it wouldn't have been close. Yeah. So they went six of eight in the first half from three. That's stupid. You have 75%. Uh, they had one kid go four for four from deep. And I was God like, man. well, if he would have shot an average 50%, we would have been up by 10 at halftime. And we probably would have carried that over. Yeah. Instead, we lost the lead in the second half. We're able to close the game on a great run uh, to get the lead back and then got stops when we needed them to. I was very overall, I was very thrilled by how they closed the game. Mark Williams played great. Paulo had a great offensive game, not a great defensive game. Um, Jeremy Roach took over late. Wendell made his free throws. I'm very happy with how I saw that team end that game. And I think going forward, it's going to mean a lot more. Uh, we'll talk about game of the tournament so far. Definitely the game of the tournament. Yeah, game of the tournament in the East region, Baylor, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina deserved to win this game. North Carolina deserved to win. 100%. And fuck you. Fuck you, you little leprechaun. And fuck you. And fuck you, too. Well, I mean, for, for good reason. No. No, for him. No, because all no. All of a sudden, 
once freaking Manic went out with a bullshit tattoo. No, fragrance. that was that was the worst I've ever seen. What do you? In what that was way? so blatant. Oh okay. my god! So that I was, think he that saw was a, he, one, he, that was a tech one. In any other dude, fucking situation it was. Game. He came from seven feet away and just <laughs> came across the court okay. and hit him with a cheap shot, dude. I don't think it was egregious to eject him because when you're boxing out, there's no reason for your elbows to be at your head. And there's no reason for you to swing an elbow biased. that hard. Just yeah, biased. Dude. Also biased. Elbows <laughs> up, side to side. Okay. <laughs> there's no reason for him uh, to either way, throw I, elbows I, that I high. I don't think it was a tech two. And if he stayed in that game, that this the Baylor wouldn't. It have wouldn't have been close. But also, no. what does it say about a team that a guy on their team gets ejected and you're up by 20 points and you just stop having? Well, on their second best player fouls out. That doesn't help. Caleb Love. Caleb is overrated as fuck. He plays He's just good. a good ball handler. That's all he yeah, is. He was he's, playing he's, good. He's very good at handling balls. I think I know what his <laughs> career is after college basketball. It's not in the NBA. It's not in Europe. But I, I agree that him going out of the game <laughs> fucked them late because they turned the ball over like every other it possession. It was 13 turnovers in the second half. And it was every other yeah. possession. It was like they couldn't inbound the ball. They it couldn't was, get it past it half court. Ugly. I get that. He's also probably a leader on that team. I understand. But it really flipped when Brady Manick gets ejected. And yeah. it's like, if you let a team, like, if you let that happen when you're up by 20, I don't think, like, they just didn't have the, the heart at that point. Like, credit to them for fighting back, Is getting Brady to Manic overtime. Is Brady Manick going to be able to play against UCLA? Yeah, it's not, it's not, like, a, it's not like college where, oh, or right. college football where it's like you're suspended for the first half or anything. Okay. Or you're not suspended for an extra game unless they, like, make that announcement. It was just a, hey, you threw an elbow. It was, you know, you shouldn't have done it that hard. Okay. Gonna, and I think the refs probably were like, listen, dude, like you threw a fucking elbow. You're up by 20. You shouldn't be throwing elbows like that. We're going to kick you out of the game. You learn your lesson. And they didn't expect Baylor to be like, oh, we're going to win the game now. And it's like, that's not even their best player. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um, no, but yeah. And, and 100% I wanted them to die because I picked Baylor to move on. Yeah, I think everyone, no one had North Carolina pass this round. I did in my ESPN bracket. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. But I'm, all I'm saying is, you know, he's coming at us. A little bit sideways over here, so I have to hit him with that little deflection of, "Hey, you know what? I wanted my team to win, and that's why." Okay, that's why I, I hate North win. Carolina. So. No, you guys hit me with the, "Oh, all of a sudden you're a big North Carolina fan." You know what? Fuck you guys. Maybe I, didn't I, maybe I will be. I did. I didn't hit you with that. I, I said I forgot that's your favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> you picked, and then you yeah, I forget what you said. I called you, you a UNC Homer. Yeah, UNC <laughs> Homer, dude. That the one that sent me over the edge. I'm sitting on the couch down here, and I was about ready to go grab every beer in my fridge, shotgun them, have a fucking Uber driving to your house, and fucking shit on your porch. I picture you in the living room just walking back and forth. This motherfucker! What the fuck did you say? Yeah, dude, I was like... Just call me a fucking homer? Yeah, Jesse's dude. like, I don't know what the fuck that means. He goes, it's Since fucking bad. It's fucking bad. Uh, I was fucking livid, dude. Yeah, I was in the car watching this game because Brittany had an eyebrow appointment. I just went with her. And I was sitting there watching the game. That's a I, cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was sitting in the car watching this game, and I was just like, man, this would be fucking great right now. Game goes overtime. James and Kinjo played Did great. you get yours done, too? No. Brittany just shaves them up a little bit. I was like, they're actually looking pretty crisp right now. <laughs> yeah. Brittany does my I was like, wait a second. Yeah. But I was watching this game. James Akinjo had a fantastic... James Akinjo had a fantastic game for uh, Baylor. Shout out to James Akinjo for transferring. <laughs> I don't remember if it was UConn or Georgetown. I want to say it was UConn. Um, but shout out to him for transferring and going to a really good team, a better head coach, um, getting himself into a really better situation. And be, he's a first-team All-American this year. So shout out to him for just turning his kind of career around. He was really good at UConn or Georgetown. I don't remember which one it was. They're the same school to me. 
But shout out to him, turned his career around. He had a great game. It wasn't enough, though. Wasn't enough. Baylor needed a lot better effort defensively. Also, R.J. Davis went off in this game. It's kind of just like the Notre Dame game with Cormac Ryan. R.J. Davis has not shot the ball like that ever. But he was making everything in this game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Baylor tried to make their comeback, but it was a little bit too little too late. Uh, UCLA walks all over St. Mary's. I'm not surprised by that. St. Mary's. Sorry, Sorry just touch up on that one real quick, too, because Baylor, they went to overtime, right? But what was the score at when they went into overtime? You remember? It was like probably like 84 84. Yeah, yeah but we, th- we, we all thought it was like, oh, Baylor the won. momentum that they had, I thought there was no chance North Carolina was going to take that. Down. Sometimes the worst thing a team that's hot can experience is a five minute break. That's true. That's true. I think that's what happened. I think and Baylor that, had all this and momentum. played perfectly. And then when it resets. And it's like, okay, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. You're not – you don't have that, okay, we got to go out and get back the lead. We have to go back and catch up to them. We, we got to do this. We got to get stops. Right. And North Carolina was like, we're better than them. Yeah, yeah, because now it's like, okay, now we can go back to our original game plan. Like, Which well, was not be, working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Guys, so that makes sense. They should have just kept full court pressing. Absolutely, they should have. Um, if you played like noth- you had nothing to lose and it got you where you are, keep, keep playing, playing like you have yep. nothing to lose. Uh, UCLA walks all over St. Mary's. Not really a contest there. I mean – yeah, whatever. Didn't really expect anything. Uh, Purdue takes care of Texas pretty easily. Again, no answer for Jaden Ivey. No answer for Zach Eady. He actually had a pretty decent game against Texas. Um, St. Peter's takes care of Murray State. Hey, shout out St. Peter's, Dude, man. Dude, St. Peter's, only the third ever 15 seed to make the Sweet 16. Yeah. It was last year, Oral Roberts, and then like 2016. Florida Gulf Coast. FCGU. Florida Dunk Coast. That's what their nickname was. It was fantastic. Hey, uh, Sriracha Papa says UN, UNC taking it. That's my uh, that's my Man. boy. That's my boy Darnell. He is a huge North Carolina fan. Oh, I Always didn't know that. Been. I would have I would have shit on Darnell's car like, <laughs> yeah. immediately if I would have known that. I would have went and just keyed it, <laughs> dude, on the driver door. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a big UNC fan, so I. Yeah. Hey, I think they get past this round. I don't know if they get past Purdue because I think Purdue has an answer for Armando Baycott. Not as athletic as Armando Baycott, but I think Zach Eady can take care of Armando Baycott. Are you at all worried for a... No, I want it. I texted you guys and I said, <laughs> I changed did. my mind and I want North Carolina in the Final Four. Yeah. I want that so bad. Yeah, you want to absolutely... If, I, if we it. get that, we're going to beat them by 30 again. I'm guaranteeing that. I know, but like, if you don't though... It'll be tragic. It, it'll and be suicide watch. I, for sure. no, 100%. You're like, dude, I'm so we pumped for this game. And if we're not watching that game with Logan, we have to go over to his house as soon as the game's over. Just if, give him a hug or something. Yeah. Like, hey, man, just take him to the, the podcast, sh- man. We need you. Take him somewhere. Yeah. Take him to the strip club or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just take him to, like, Buffalo Wild. Yeah, I'm about, to say, I'm about to say beat-ups. I'm going to get you 30 wings. Let yeah. you pick out, let you pick get, out in the booth next you, to us. Get you a couple twisted tees and 30 wings, and then you could just moan and groan your way through 30 chicken wings. In the booth next to us. I don't, I don't, I don't want the tears and sauce on me, but we'll be there watching you. But shout-out St. Peter's for taking care of Murray State. Typically, when a team like a 15 seed gets an upset, a 14 seed gets an upset, they get wiped in the second round. Yeah. But when you're playing a seven seed, you got a small chance. Hey, yeah. so I was I was telling Tim um, before you got here. Well, to be fair, I was, it was listening to seven or ten. I was listening to ESPN Radio, <laughs> um, like the day of their game. Right, it was like Thursday morning, or I think that was when they got upset, and they were doing an interview with uh, the head coach at St. Peter's, and he's like, oh, you know, you know, I tell my guys, you know, just hey, you gotta give it your all, you know." You ain't got to be the best team. No. You know, you just got to be the best team that day. And, yes. uh, you know, hey, hey, we all got a shot. We all got a shot this thing. And I was like, man, I, I love the energy. I was like, oh, but there's no way I'm taking Kentucky. But I wanted to. The way that he was displaying, like, the team fucking vibe that he was creating, 
It was just, it was so laid back and like, hey guys, fuck it. Why not? You know? Why not us? Let's, let's try and do something. That's one, of my favorite, <laughs> that's one of my favorite mantras in sport. Why not us? Why not us? That's, that's exactly it, dude. And it's, it, it sounded like a silly quote, but it's true though. It's like, we don't have to be the best team out of the 64. We just have to be the best team that day. And we have to be the best team that shows up when it comes time to fucking battle it out. Especially if a team underestimates like, you. They are this year's Oral Roberts. You know, they're just defying the first two yeah. rounds yeah. of the... 15 C that makes it to the Sweet 16. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank the you for helping the, the prove big my di- point, The big dude. difference is, though, Oral Roberts was very reliant on three-point shooting. Dude, they, yeah, they, so yeah, reliant, yeah, right? Kevin O'Banner is at Texas Tech right now. Tr- huge transfer because he had a great tournament. Uh, I for- Max Asmus was their point guard. He was, you know, shoot, shoot the ball from 35 feet away from the rim, you know, kind of a guy. They relied on that heavily, Oral Roberts did. St. Peter just beats teams. Yeah. You know, I mean, they just outplayed Kentucky. They weren't, like, relying on the three. They weren't relying that's on true. the three against Murray State. They were just like, we're just going to beat you straight up. I think that's pretty cool. Um, we'll move on to the South. Uh, fuck Arizona. I'm just going to throw it out there. I thought TCU was going to win. I thought TCU was going to win, and I don't like how Arizona celebrated after the game. At all. So, you just won a huge game, and all they did was, like, blow kisses to TCU fans and, like, talk shit. And I'm like, I, on one hand, I would love to be like, yeah, you know, I kind of like that. But on the other hand, I'm like, <laughs> I get that the TCU players were talking shit all game. They're also a nine seed playing a one seed. Yeah. So when they're feeling themselves, you're a one seed. You should act like you've been there before. And they didn't. They, like, talk shit to the dancers at TCU. <laughs> like, it was like, all right, you guys need to fucking chill out. Like, their best player talks shit to, like, and it's like, dude, you're going to be, like, a top five pick in the draft, top ten pick in the draft. Like, act like you've fucking been there. Because I wouldn't want to, not like I wouldn't want to take the guy. How have they been here, though? Arizona, yeah. they've been good for a while. The only reason they had a down year was because their head coach got fired because of recruiting violations that aren't violations anymore. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> uh, But no, I mean, well, 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 fucking, well, were the uh, fans no. were the fans talking shit? I'm sure the fans were talking shit too, but it's like, you think uh, Arizona fans weren't talking shit? Nah. The TCU man, players? Fuck that, dude. Well, yeah, the fans can talk shit. Yeah, but I, my thing TCU is... TCU fans, you talking shit, be like, hey, bitch, all right. Fine, I'll put up twenty. And if I'll you fucking... if you have this much trouble with a nine seed, and you only win the game by five in overtime, and it was questionable that you should have won the game because there was like a huge traveling violation they got away with, like they just they had, Arizona had two players score fifty eight of their eighty five points. That's ridiculous. They had two two players carry them here, and TCU had like three guys that put up over twenty. Great performances more by well rounded, more well rounded. I think. Um, they had guys dominating inside from the from the free throw line. Outside, they kind of were just doing a little bit of everything. Arizona, their best player, put up 30. Expected, he's going to be a top 10 pick in the draft. Um, they had someone else put up like 28. Hey, good for you. That's fantastic. He had a really great tournament performance. But when you're playing a nine seed, just like Gonzaga, like I said, Andrew Nimhard made five threes. You shouldn't need your point guard that's like your third or fourth option to make five threes to beat a nine seed. Yeah. And Gonzaga handed himself, you know, like, hey, we should have won this game better. Baylor lost, you know, like, None of the one seeds really looked great in in uh, this round, at least. Yeah. I would like I would have liked to see Arizona handle themselves a little bit better after that game as a one seed playing a nine seed. <laughs> that team already got an upset in the first round. Granted, it's an eight nine, but you know, just be, be a little bit better about it. My opinions. Uh, Houston walks all over Illinois. That game wasn't close ever. It's because Illinois was overrated, like we talked about in the first round. Should have been a precursor with how bad they played against Chattanooga. Didn't show up. Kobe Coburn. Non-factor because Houston runs. If you run the court, having a great big doesn't mean shit. Yeah. So, tough for Illinois. They lose by 15. Never even a contest. 
Uh, I hate Jawan Howard. I really hate Jawan Howard. Uh, I love Tennessee. I love Kennedy Chandler. Uh, Kennedy Chandler is a great point guard. He's going to be a lottery pick. I think that they played, it was back and forth all game. Michigan just played well enough at the end, you know, to get a couple stops, get a couple buckets, but it was a sloppy game. Yeah. The whole game was sloppy. Even their game against Colorado State was sloppy. Michigan doesn't play good basketball. They just kind of win games, you know, when they kind of need to. Yeah. Um, they've been on a hot streak, and the hot streak started after Jawan Howard got suspended. Um, they didn't do anything in the Big Ten tournament. Um, I really don't think it's Jawan Howard that's doing this. I think it's they have a kid that was a Player of the Year candidate last year who's been quiet all season this yeah. year in Hunter Dickinson. That kid should be making more of an impact on every game they play. So... Good for Michigan. Yep. They got a big upset. They fucked up a lot of people's brackets. Um, yeah, I had them in my final four. Uh, Kyle had them in the national championship, has the national champions. Uh, Timmy had them losing the next round to Villanova. So it didn't affect Timmy too much, but overall it fucked up a lot of people's brackets. Uh, Ohio State loses to Villanova. I had that as an upset. Um, you guys both had Villanova? Yeah, you guys both had I Villanova. Villanova. Yeah, you, oh, have, I, you have Villanova in your final four. I like Villanova. Yeah. And that's fair. So Villanova gets that win again. I, I think Ohio state had more talent. Uh, Malachi Branham and EJ Liddell are two very good players. Uh, EJ Liddell, again, more traditional big. He's not going to have much of an impact in the NBA. Uh, Malachi Branham's a long guard slash small forward who can get some buckets here and there, get some stops. Villanova doesn't have a star player. They have like Colin Gillespie. Who's like your traditional white kid that goes to Villanova and shoots threes. Yeah. Um, but Villanova just plays great basketball. Jay Wright is He's a great coach. Jay Wright and Tony Bennett outside of coach K are my two <laughs> favorite coaches in college basketball. They just coach Tony Bennett coach uh, Virginia. Okay. Great defense and rebounding. Yeah. We don't care if we can't play offense. If you miss all your shots and we get every rebound. Yeah. I just realized Virginia wasn't in this. Yeah, no, they didn't have a good year this year. They did That's beat crazy. us. They didn't have a great year this year. Down year for Virginia. Uh, they'll be back though. They'll get a good recruit, you know, next year and be back here. Uh, but yeah, Villanova gets the win over Ohio State. Good for them. I'm sure they'll continue to move on. Uh, Kansas takes care of Creighton, but it took a late push. Still got the job done. Seven point game. Like I said, none of the one seeds looked great. Uh, Ochai Baji didn't play fantastic in this game. Jalen Wilson played pretty well. Um, I would like to think that Kansas would have been more dominant inside against Creighton with David McCormick, but they did enough to win the game. It's all that matters. Providence beats the shit out of Richmond, which is kind of what you expect when you get a 12-5 upset. Yeah. 12-5, 13-4, 15-2. When you get an upset like that, you expect that team to get beat down in the next round. That is a one-off that you beat that team. That's exactly what Providence showed at Richmond. Um, Iowa State takes care of Wisconsin. Again, kind of a precursor. You struggle against a 14 seed. You're probably not going to do great against... Iowa State is not a bad 11 seed either. Like, no. they beat LSU as a six seed, and I think everyone saw that coming. They weren't an, an 11 seed that you're like, eh, they're an 11 seed. But, like, I, it, Iowa State could very well be in the Elite Eight. Like, they could beat Miami. Yeah. I don't have a doubt about that. They could be an 11 seed in the Elite Eight. I don't doubt that. Um, tough for Wisconsin because they have a lot of experienced guys. They have a first-team All-American in Johnny Davis. Tough for them to go out in the second round. Yeah. Uh, and then Miami just, oh, man, Auburn. They they beat the shit out of them. Beat the I, living. So I they beat the shit, shit out of them. I feel bad for Jabari Smith. Uh, <clears throat> Jabari Smith is a top three pick in this draft, probably the second pick in this draft. If I'm being honest, um, 
and he had no help in this game. If you look at his stats, he didn't have a great scoring night, but he also had 14 rebounds uh, as a power forward. And he's not like a <laughs> he's not like a big power forward. He's like a skinny power forward. Yeah. So him getting 14 rebounds, their starting center is like seven two. Yeah. And leads the country in blocks per game. He had two rebounds. Makes no sense. Makes no, and he had like two blocks, and it's like, and I looked at it and I was like, well, did he get in like foul trouble? No, he had like two fouls the whole Kessler? game. Kessler. Yeah, Walker Kessler. Yeah. Didn't do anything the entire game. Didn't contribute scoring wise, and he always contributes. 0 for 6 from the field goal range, and he was 2 for 2 on his free throws. He got 2 points, that was it. Yeah. 2 points, That's, 2 rebounds, 2 blocks. And he's he's supposed to be Defensive Player of the Year, blocks everything, has super long arms, can get in the passing lanes, and also does that thing on offense where it's like no one's as tall or long as you, so we'll just throw up shots at the rim and you can just tip it in. Yeah. Or you can just, we'll throw you lobs and no one can get up there. Right. You couldn't do that against Miami. Miami doesn't even have a center, I don't think. <laughs> Like, it's pathetic. Miami doesn't have a guy over 6'10 on their roster. <laughs> you have four inches on everybody, and you couldn't get a fucking dunk in the game, like, at all? That's crazy. So I feel bad for Jabari Smith because he got no fucking help. When you're number two, number three, number four, don't show up, and it's just you, I would like to see him have a bigger performance in this game as a top three prospect. But... Okay. Uh, I, would like to see, I would like to see Jabari Smith have a much bigger performance. Like a leftover breakfast burrito, dude. God damn, it wasn't you? Not you? No, it wasn't me. Bogey's not Bogey, dude. I don't know. Dude, I don't he crop tested Fuck. So, yeah, I mean, tough for Auburn. I had them going very far in this tournament. Most people did. Fucking tough to see. Uh, but, you know, shit it's, happens. It's it, a fucking it's tournament. All right. You want to preview Sweet 16? Let's do a quick yeah. little pick em. Quick little pick em. Uh, Gonzaga by a lot. Uh, Gonzaga. I'm taking Arkansas. Interesting. Duke. <laughs> Easily. Uh, Duke, I'll take two. Okay. Yep. Uh, Duke, one point underdogs in this game. Perfect. Yeah, love to see it. Uh, North Whoa. Carolina. North Carolina by a million. North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Purdue by a million. Purdue. Yeah. By yeah. Two million. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, Arizona by a lot. Houston. Arizona. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> Villanova. Villanova by a million. Villanova. Villanova because they're a much more well-rounded, better coach team. Yeah. I don't think talent gets you past the Sweet 16 alone. Uh, Kansas, I think, by a good amount. Not by a lot, but a good amount. Friars! Providence! <laughs> Providence. Okay, uh, Iowa State, Miami. Mm, Iowa State. I'm, I'm taking Miami. I'm taking Miami, dude. Okay. They, they just beat good. Auburn they by 18. Good, I don't, you know, I yeah, don't they know, look dude. good. Yeah, okay. I will stick with Iowa State. Okay, so that's our, <laughs> that's our winners from this round. Uh, we won't go past those, that. Those will be the only ones that we see until next week, right? No, no. Games they play, play Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We won't be. We, we so will they, talk about the final four next episode. Oh yeah. shit! Okay. Next week be the final four. Um, if Duke wins on Thursday, that's tomorrow against Texas Tech. Uh, I'll be watching the game here. I'm a, against Gonzaga, most likely. So we're yeah. not going to say our final four predictions right now. My final four is at this point it's <clears throat> uh, Duke, UCLA. Kansas and Villanova. So here's my thing: you said, said UCLA was extremely Gonzaga, but I have to go with my gut, and that's what my bracket says: is that Arkansas was going to beat Gonzaga. Okay, so, so okay. I'm going with Arkansas, and I'm going to keep Arkansas in the final four. Okay, so Arkansas that's my pick in the my yeah, final four. What's what's the rest of your final four? Uh, my the rest of my final four is I'm going to go Arkansas, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Villanova. Mm-hmm. And the Friars. Okay. It's going to be a weird Final Four. That'd be a 
That'll be a very interesting final <laughs> four. All right, I'm going to do Duke, <laughs> Purdue. I think Arizona Villanova would be a great game. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Arizona. I know you're gonna win Arizona because that's Amanda's pick, so you have to. And yeah. don't get me wrong, Arizona is the one seed, and they're still in it, so it's hard to Dude, go against them. In Kansas, Miami. I mean, I know the right pick, but I'm gonna go Miami. Okay, a so ten got, seed in the Final Four. So I, I like that. Duke, Purdue, Arizona, Miami. I love that. Oh, okay. that's outrageous. Okay, that's you outrageous. guys preview it. I gotta take a piss. All right, preview the next segment. That's that's it for college basketball. Okay, um, so guys. Now it's free agency. This is obviously what the title of the uh, stream is. It's going to be the title of the podcast. Obviously, I will put in a mention for uh, the uh, big bracket talk that we did. But we're talking free agency as far as NFL and MLB goes. Uh, It's been absolutely electric free agency in both, um, especially the NFL. There's just so much fucking going on. So much, dude. So much going on. Yeah, so, so so real quick, guys. Those of you guys that are listening right now, go ahead and just comment your guys' biggest... Or, well, real fast, March Madness. Who do you guys think is going to win it now? For everybody that is remaining, um, which team do you think is going to actually going to go all the way and be able to take it? Um, we had Upper Decker um, go ahead and ask us, but then never respond to, like, what he felt. Um, <laughs> or or even respond to what we felt. Um, so, you know, some comments there uh, would be good to hear from you, Upper Decker 666, whoever you may be. Um <laughs> But then also, guys, baseball, a lot of big signings. Which one has been the most shocking to you? And also NFL, which one has been the most shocking to you? All right, Logan's back. So let's just kick it off. MLB? Yep. Right? We're going to talk about NFL for probably till 2 in the morning. I don't know. But MLB, there's been some big ones, right? I'm, I'm looking at CBS. It's got the top 50 trackers right here for me. Um, are we going to talk about all 50 guys? No, not a fucking chance. Okay. Yeah. Logan's got his top six. I don't, I don't know how many Tim has. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Well, let's talk about the <laughs> six. All right. Let's talk about your guys' top six. All right. My first one. Let's go with the, yeah. Uh, Freddie Freeman, six years, 162 mil to the Dodgers, third baseman. Uh, my notes on it, the rich get richer first and baseman. I'm not mad at all. Oh, Freddie Freeman, first. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Uh, first baseman. Uh, yeah, my comments, the rich get richer and I'm not mad at all. Uh, I don't know how we're affording these things. Uh, There's no salary cap. Is how you afford these things. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, Chad had asked me. He's like, I don't. What's going on? Like, how do you guys get these guys? And I was like, We have Magic Johnson AIDS money. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, like, why do you think that the top? I was trying to explain this to Brittany too. With like top teams, it's all the biggest markets. Yeah, it's New York and L.A. There's a reason why those teams have the highest salaries. You know? Right. They can spend the most money because they're in the biggest market and they have the biggest investors. Yep. That's that's kind of why baseball is the way it is. Like, I think it's awesome still that you get teams like Houston pre, you know, blowing up and paying all their guys what they deserve, you know. But, like, before that, they weren't, like, a huge market. They didn't have – they had a lot of talent, but they weren't paying them a shit ton of money. Yeah. Them getting where they were prior – you know, pre-cheating, obviously. Um, you know, that, that's what make, that's what makes baseball so cool. The Braves getting where they were, you know, right. despite paying, you know, not paying millions and millions and millions for all their top players. Like that's kind of what makes baseball cool. Yeah. But at the same time, you get teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Red Sox. They just pay the best players and get the best players. Cause they have the money for it. Yes. Um, I'll kick it off with my first one. Um, Seager. I'm not talking about Kyle Seager, uh, who retired from the Mariners. I'm talking about Corey Seager who jumped uh, shortstop for, now, the Texans was on the Dodgers last year. 
Now to the Texas. Oh my God, oh Texas my Rangers! God. Texas oh. Rangers! Guys, I'm getting too excited about all the sports right now. Okay, Texas Rangers. Fuck me. Signed ten year deal. I don't remember the dollar amount. A lot. But dude, for me, a lot of dollars. Yeah, for me, ten years. I don't give a fuck how good you are. Nobody should be signed to ten years. That's why baseball's weird. Yeah. Dude, and well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, ten years, right? That's like the only contract that's ever been in, in the, the NFL. NFL. I know, I know. That is that that is the one off. But Corey Seager, absolute. I mean, he's a phenom of a shortstop. So um, huge gain for the Rangers. But ten year deal. I mean, that's just crazy. But the motherfucker got paid. Yeah, and, and guess what? He he very much deserved to. Uh, I know I'm a little butthurt about it, and I know Chad. He, he did a good job of not completely rubbing it in my face. Um, I was kind of an asshole, and I was like, well, you know, he, he went to go die in fucking Texas because the Rangers are going to suck. Um, so I know Chad was a little upset about that. And I Rangers spent a lot of money this offseason. And, yeah. and I apologize to Chad about saying that. Um, I, he's going to do great for you guys, just like he did great for us. He was, you know, the, the World Series MVP for us, and I was really hoping we were going to keep him. But, again, like, when you sit there and you spend six years, 162 million on... Freddie Freeman, how are you how are you supposed to compete with that when you want Corey Seager? I just wish we would have kept Corey Seager and then just been like, well, Freddie, we're not going to sign you. You know, like, hey, I, I, yeah, I, let's I, let's just keep our guy that we know. Um, so it is what it is. It's great signing for the Rangers, um, and hopefully they can do something in the AL West this year. So we all knew what Timmy's top signing was going to be. We all know what my top signing is going to be. It's Trevor Story. It's Trevor Story. That, that's actually my bottom one. Not like it. I it's just. List. It's the yeah, most yeah, recent. Not ranked, yeah. but yeah. It's yeah. the most recent. Um, so I, I thought it was huge for you guys. It is huge. He's going to switch from shortstop too. From to what? Uh, pro- somewhere else in the infield. I don't fucking know. Yeah, second base, maybe third base. Yeah, wherever like he kind of needs to be. Yeah, uh, um, I think it's just a great. He, he's young. He played great for the Rockies, and you guys and you guys locked him up for another six years. Exactly, and we added to the like the fat deal too. We the holes we had were in the infield, and we filled those holes. And I I'm so excited for this coming season. I think just our batting order is very like solid. It's not amazing. It's not you don't look at it like you look at the Dodgers and you go, Jesus, everyone in this fucking lineup can get a fucking home run, you know. But you look at our lineup and you go, these guys can all kind of get on base. Like there's star power like everywhere, kind of, you know, like potential star power everywhere. Yeah. We have some young guys that I, that I really like. I think this that we had down year, you know, or two, we're gonna be back. Not yeah. like top, top, top of the AL, but I think we're gonna start making our comeback and I give it a year or two and I think we'll be there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what else do you have? I have Matt Olson, eight years, 168 mil to the Braves. Uh, yeah. The Braves move on from Freeman uh, without paying him and then just go get a stud in Olsen um, for cheaper than what the Dodgers paid Freeman. They saw writing on the wall. Yeah, and uh, so hopefully Olsen can stay healthy. I know he had, he's had some injuries. He had some injuries last year, so hopefully he just stays healthy and plays out for the Braves. Um, the Braves lose one guy, uh, get another one, and I think that's huge. And again, like A's, I mean, they're playing money ball, so they're just gonna get rid of guys that they that they should pay, but they're not going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number two, it's gonna be Marcus Simeon. Uh, still touching up with the uh, Texas Rangers, taking him in from the Blue Jays, signed to a seven-year deal with Corey Seager now at shortstop. Simeon plays second base last shortstop, so obviously he's gonna play second baseman. They locked up those infield second base positions. So between the two of them now, I mean, it's going to be an absolute dynamite if you're trying to play infield up the middle. They are very good at what they do. So the fact that the Rangers now have gone out and gotten two all-star, in my opinion, talents and signed them to long contract deals, 
I think the Rangers are actually going to make some pretty good pushes in the next three years. I think they're going to make extreme progress this year, but I give it three years before they really build the team to absolutely be overall dynamic. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Um, my next one I'm going to talk about, not a free agent signing, it's a trade. It's Matt Chapman to uh, the Blue Jays. Third baseman Matt Chapman. AL East was a dogfight last year. Rays, Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, all over 90 wins. That's a tough fucking division. Right? Yeah. Our, our fourth place team was like two games back from making the playoffs Yeah, as a wild card. That's crazy, right? We had two teams make the playoffs, had to play against each other in the fucking wild card. Right? It's tough to see. But the Blue Jays go and add a really great third baseman that can get on base, that can hit home runs, that has star power with Vladimir Guerrero, with... Uh, what what's his uh, Bo Bichette? That's his name. I don't know. Kid with the fucking mullet. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Bo- Boba Fett. <laughs> that was that what he said. Uh, they they like the Blue Jays have young star power. Them adding in a third baseman that's a good bat. Solid solid pickup for them. Um, I think it makes the AL East a lot tougher. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm just, just the top teams made the best moves. Yeah. Really. Uh, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is a I guess a smaller one as far as it's only a one year deal. Uh, okay, never mind. Sorry, I'm looking yeah. at the chat. Jock Peterson to the Giants on a one-year deal worth six million. Uh, Jock Peterson heading to the Giants will be a little bit weird for me, uh, but I think the G- Giants got a steal on a one-year deal for only six million dollars on a worthy outfielder and a and a guy with a lot of power. Yeah, he's hella fucking power, and it's a deal where it's like, hey, it's kind of like a prove it year. He didn't have a great year last year. Mm-mm. He was alright. You know, not great. Not great, but, but it's he... like, hey, we'll give you six mil. Go go out, prove us wrong. Six we'll sign mil. you big time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's... I know. Sports are stupid, man. Just such a real small contract. One year, six mil. Yeah. That's, it is, that's, though. That's yeah, I know. I know. contract. I know. <clears throat> All right. All right uh, my three one is also going to be a little bit of a small one. Joe Kelly uh, leaving the Dodgers to go to the White Sox on a two-year deal. Tragic. I mean, Joe but Kelly, yeah. dude. There's, there's literally was, murals <laughs> painted in L.A., on huge buildings of him doing the pouty face. Yeah. You know, the, oh, oh, <laughs> right? Um, I didn't see Joe Kelly leaving, dude. People loved Joe Kelly in L.A. specifically for that. So, um, I mean, dude, those fucking, they're going to have to get repainted or something because now he's a White Sox. So that one, that one, that, that one caught me off guard. All right. Uh, mine is going to be, my next one is going to be Carlos Correa to the Twins. Okay. So yeah, that is the best free agent that was available, realistically. Astros lose a huge component to their team. Yeah. Twins get him on a three-year, $105.3 million contract. I like Correa, too. He's, he's funny, dude. He's funny. He's a great he's a player. Fun guy. With an opt-out after the first two seasons. I mean, the Twins needed a lot of help. They finished awful last year. Yeah. They needed a lot of help. Going and getting the number one free agent, realistically, that helps you a lot. Yes. So, good good for the Twins going and making a big swing. Uh, we'll see if it works out for them. I mean, baseball is not really a sport where you can sign one position player and he makes the complete difference on a team, realistically. Yeah. But maybe it's a start. Maybe they can draft well. Maybe they can, can lure some other free agents. The rest of this offseason, maybe next offseason, they can put together a really good team. So. Yeah. All right, uh, Tim, what's your next one? Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Chris Bryant going to the Rockies. Yep. Seven years, $182 million. Here's my thing about this whole contract. Uh, this is what I wrote on it. Honestly, they, go, they overpaid him. Maybe I'm wrong. After getting, But after they got rid of Nolan Arenado, 
then paying Bryant, I'm a little confused because I looked it up and Arenado hit for a total of 235 home runs and over a 280 uh, batting average um, for the eight years that he was with the Rockies. Um, for speculation, that's an average of over 280. And 235 divided by 8 is 29.5, so he was averaging over 29 home runs a year. Jesus. No, dude, no. And they got rid of him. Arenado was fucking a beast on the Rockies. And so, like, in the year to story. Yeah. And they so got I'm rid not... of their star infield. They had a star young infield, and they got rid of both pieces. Yep. That's just awful management. Yeah, and then they go out and pay Chris Bryant, who went to the Giants, and I don't know, to my knowledge, he didn't play great for him. He, he wasn't run, bad. He hit a home run like his first at bat. Yeah, I and mean, then he wasn't bad. Don't get do me wrong, much. he wasn't bad, but like it was just like seven years, 182 million for him. Like I, that's what I'm saying. I think, just think they overpaid him when they had two young guys. Um, they got rid of Arenado before last year. They, I think they traded him. Um, so. To the Cardinals, right? Yeah. It, that's the thing. Is It's like, as much as I want to say, like, hey, you guys went and got some good talent, I feel that really high. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how I filled all my glasses so far. So. Man, I like it. Um, as much as I'm like, hey, you know, go and try to make another big move, when you have two young players that you drafted, that you brought into your system – that are that successful. Why get rid of them and then go pay somebody else that you don't know who's working when you don't know who's working. was obviously working. Story was obviously working. He doesn't know your system as no. well. He doesn't know your coaching staff. He I doesn't understand know you team. bring in like, free agents, but like, get, why get you don't rid need of to the... bring in free agents when you draft well. Yeah, that's the thing. The Celtics hadn't haven't need to sign a big free agent because <clears throat> we drafted Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. We don't yeah. need to go get a big free agent, you know. So it's kind of the same deal. Like different sports, obviously, but it's like you had two great infielders, shortstop and third base, right? Or shortstop and second base. That's, that middle infield was the best middle infield in baseball, probably. Yeah. Shortstop, second base, you have Trevor Story and Nolan Arenado, and then you trade one and let the other one go in free agency, and it's like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. That was weird. That's exactly what I'm saying about the Rangers and why I was ha- like impressed with them cement, like uh, solidifying that's, the middle field. That's why I text Chad. After they made their two signings, who was, who, who else was it? Well, so, okay, so Chris Bryant, um, Arenado, by the way, he's third baseman. Sorry, so third baseman. No, no yeah, so that's right? that's with, uh, that's why I kind of, with uh, Chris Bryant, sorry, Jesus, fuck. I think they went one year without an all-star third baseman and went, we kind of need fuck, that. Fuck, yeah, we, we kind of need a fucking third baseman. <laughs> it's dude. called the hot That was rough. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third base is a scary position to play. Right, um, uh, what do you got? Uh, sorry, I was kind of looking at some of these. Max Scherzer. Uh, Max Scherzer leaving the Dodgers to go to the Mets on a three-year deal. Um, I thought Dodgers had one of the most dynamic uh, like pitching um, fucking rotations in yeah, the MLB last my year. My thing was with, with Max Scherzer coming in last season off the uh, the trade, it was just kind of like to help us push for a, for a you know back-to-back situation for a ring. Uh, I don't think we were ever really prepared to pay him. Um, which okay, which yeah. is fair because I was surprised you guys kept Kershaw. Like, don't get me wrong. One year, he, he, well, he, it, he was it, one it, of the greatest. That, yeah, no, he was one of the greatest, and that's the thing. I but think, he's, like, he's just like watch. a staple. It, it's yeah. kind of like a thanks for everything you've done for us. Yeah, we'll give you another year, yeah. and then next year, like you're probably gonna be done unless you pitch your life off in the playoffs, yeah. which we've never seen in your career. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And that was Scherzer being my technically my fifth because my fourth was Chris Bryant as well. So okay, what do you got? My next one is going to be a different Dodgers pitcher. We have now talked about three of them. Yeah, it's Kenley Jansen to the Braves. Yep. That was my next one. So my last two are off the board. <laughs> cool. My whole thing with Kelly Jansen is solid signing for the Braves. And yeah. I'm not really sure who the Dodgers were going to have closing for him now. That's that's the <laughs> toughest part. That's really the toughest part. You have a team in the Braves that. 
Uh, I don't. I didn't. I don't remember what's happened with baseball. Who won the World Series last year? You guys, right? No. Braves. No Braves. Yeah. Yeah. So they won the World Series. Lose their star first baseman. Go get a different first baseman, and then add maybe the best closer in baseball. Arguably, top yeah. three probably. So it's like they just got better. Honestly, like that. Yeah, they 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 lost net loss at first base, right? Losing Freddie Freeman, getting Matt. Um, I forget who they got at first base, but uh, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Matt Olson. The Braves got Matt, Matt Olson. Yeah, yeah, so you get Matt Olson. That's a net negative at first base when you lose Freddie Freeman. But then you go and add one of the top closers in baseball, and that kind of makes up for it. Yeah, puts them right back to where they were in the NL, especially. Uh, I mean, the Brewers will still be good, most likely. Um, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, you know, I mean, I expect the Padres to have a better year this year, probably. I'd like to think with how much money they spent on their top players that maybe last year was just a down year. If not, man, their front office sucks. Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. They were like projected number one. It was like Padres and Dodgers were the two top projected teams. And they traded and got Luke Voigt from the Yankees. So they added more batting power at first base. So it's like... Which is good. That's really good for them. because It's good, but yeah, if the Padres still can't do anything, it's that thing of, okay, okay, you guys fucking suck. Yeah, dismantle, start some fucking yeah, start stupid fucking rebuild over. for 30 You guys years. can get yeah. a shit ton of prospects for all of your star players and start over, because this is obviously not working. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, I don't really have anything else. I don't have anything else. So that was your last one? Yeah. Okay, so then my last one would have been Noah Syndergaard. I mean, it's, it's not something big. It just I had, I had to... I had to pick one that included my team. Um, I don't think Noah is who he used to be, obviously, but we need pitching on our team. Even though we drafted all 20. 19 pitchers. Yes, yeah, yeah, 19 out of 19. We're all pitchers or whatever. Um, we have Otani, and then I'm hoping Syndergaard is able to kind of add a little bit of dynamic to it and have a good year with us. Bounce now, back. this was before the lockout, so it's been a long time since we talked about this one, but. Um, yeah, it's on a one-year little deal. We'll kind of see what he does. Um, so I'm hoping that one kind of sticks with us. It's kind of like a Kershaw type thing. Hey, we'll give you guys one year. Maybe. And, yeah, and we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. So That's fair. I had to include one with my team. So that was my last big one that I had notes on. I was going to say, it sucks that Kyle's teams don't make moves like our teams. Dude, I mean, I mean fuck, it doesn't matter what sport we're talking about here. <laughs> That's guys. what I'm saying. Every <laughs> fucking <laughs> sport. Free agency is just... Silence from my team. So yeah, it, it's rough because I was like, man, we signed Trevor Story. I didn't see that coming at all. Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers like makes sense. That was kind of rumored the whole time. Yeah, but the Dodgers like have two of the best players in baseball. Period. They have two guys that could be MVP candidates every fucking season. Yeah, and they yeah. don't win games. So 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 just, <laughs> just to give you guys Go a little, uh, just to give you guys a little perspective, I'm looking. I'm looking at a list right now of CBS's top fifty. Um, free agency signings or trades, whatever. Angels only have two. The Angels have only had two people signed during this time. One of them is Syndergaard, and the other one is uh, a relief pitcher, Iglesias. Sick, dude. So, I mean, yeah, two pitchers, by the way. Shocking. Yeah, after you drafted 19. Um, I would think you guys would be fine in the bullpen. Apparently not. Nope. Um, we want. I guess we want experience. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. Iglesias, he's been a great it, right-handed pitcher for us. But we signed him to a four-year deal. But If you guys have just Shohei Otani and Mike Trout batting for you, and then you start seven pitchers, 
and you just rotate them throughout the game and you give up zero runs every single game, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout will get you two runs a game. Hey. That's a winning strategy right there. Angels. I think I could be on the Angels front office. We, we might be on to something. We might be on something. All right. We start it fresh. Every pitcher only pitches one inning, one yeah. and a half innings. Or, so, well, you know what I mean? One, it, two thirds They innings. give up a hit, pull them. Get someone else in. <laughs> oh, you got a hit? Get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> Oh, first have pitch like got zero hit. ERA. Get the fuck it's out of like here. One guy's going to have like a 10 ERA at the end of the year. You're going to have seven innings where no one gets a hit, and then you're going to have two innings where you have like two home runs because Mike Trout and Otani go back to back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but every sport has that moment where they start transitioning, right? It's like the NFL with running back by committee, right? Now, it's been around for a while, but it's more per, like predominant in today's game. Yeah, today's game. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, hey, you know what? Fuck this one running back thing. We're going to rock with two or three heavy, and we're going to fucking run all over you guys. Maybe that's the thing, dude. Maybe we start switching it up, and it's like, fuck that, dude. You know we're what? We're running you eight know, pitchers every you game. You know what the world's not ready for? Less scoring in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no, 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 give no, it Just by the Angels. Just by the Angels. Well, well Tony and gonna Trump start, are going to rip it, It's going to start a movement, though. Yeah, yeah. And no. now everyone's going to have nine pitchers yeah. on a roster, or, you know, like 29 pitchers on a roster, and you have a couple position guys that can get on base and hit some home runs. We're gonna win, we're gonna win four zero, man. A hundred and twenty two games out of the year. Yeah, that, that's how it's gonna be. That's how it's gonna be. Yeah. All right. I I, I don't have anything else for baseball. Nope. No, I do not. Let's go right, ahead, guys. And get into this, it. this is the big one, guys. Let's go ahead and get into it. I have one, two, three, four, five that are that I just kind of like wrote down. I know there's like a million that we're going to be talking Dragon about. Dragon Balls. What the fuck with the Joker? <laughs> I got ten. Okay, and, and it's fine. You just wrote down all ten. I, just I have down... ten from the last week. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, I just I just got again the top like fifty. I'm oh, just going to go over drink those this already. What? I didn't fill this up that long. <laughs> no, you guys know Logan with the twisted. Okay? I, I think I filled this up when I came back from the bathroom. Well, that, that was actually kind of a while ago. Yeah, it was baseball talk. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That, that was at least that was thirty minutes ago. We oh, we, I got We, we finished. We finished. Oh, baseball was not thirty. <laughs> I got speed up then. Yeah, baseball was thirty. That was thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, well, this sick. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Brittany said we were coming home at ten, and I was like, no way. We're we're going with ten. <laughs> okay, hey, well, well, real quick, guys, uh, just shout out to all of our uh, viewers. No, two hours. We're not going to talk two hours about football. No, no, we're no, not. No. Um, Abjui, don't know who you are, dude, but thank you. Academy Impossible, a ten, Avesmo more four. Avesma for? I don't sh- know, dude. We shouldn't have the most illiterate person on this podcast reading the Hey, dude, names. you're damn right about that, dude. Big damn judge. Uh, boss Boss Undy. Uh, oh, Boss Undy was here before. Yeah, yeah Boss Undy. We they haven't left. They haven't left. So shout out to you guys. Have, yeah, Boss Undy, shout out to you. <laughs> that person was here from the beginning. Yep. Yeah. They have been here from the beginning, so we respect you and we love you. Um, I found out our one follower. It was I underscore love underscore SF. San Francisco. I love San Francisco. They're not with us anymore, but they're the ones that followed us. So, late shout out. Um, Dinatera, Erica, FNBR, and everybody else. You guys are regulars, so we love you. But, shout out to all you guys watching us right now. Yeah, thanks Um, to anyone tuning in for the first time. Thanks to everyone coming back. Wait, who did you say was our regulars? Money Um, Lawyer, Upper Decker 66. Upper Decker... Six six six. Tim Lim. Oh. Money Layer. <laughs> the devil. Kyle Steg. Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. Brat Snack. Brat Snack. Yep. 
Yeah. Those are our, uh, Those are our regulars. Five or six rags, dude. So shout out to you guys. Day one. Okay. Day one. Day one. Day oneers. Yeah. Absolutely. We get huge. You guys will be moderators. I don't. I don't know if you want that. <laughs> Uh, task or not, but you will be a moderator. Yeah, you will be a moderator. When people say racist things in our chat, because that is inevitable, you will be kicking them out of our chat. Yeah. I, I hope. Yo, guys, that's big yeah. responsibility, <laughs> and I hope you guys are ready for that. Okay, okay, guys, uh, I'm just going to start it off. I'm just going. Okay, go. I'm going. Are we talking everything? Trades? Signings? Whatever you want to talk about. Well, I know. I, I'm asking in if Tim's this list. session of NFL. Yes, it's off-season moves. It's NFL not just free moves. agency. It's off-season moves. Okay. My first one I want to talk about is the Bucks signing Russell Gage. Three years, $30 million. I don't know how much he'll really help the Bucks. I didn't even know he went to the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Three years for $30 million. That's like an expensive contract for a wide receiver who was supposed to be the number one. In Atlanta, in after Atlanta, Calvin Ridley. After Calvin Ridley, and he did jack shit. That's not to say that like Matt Ryan was shit. Matt Ryan yeah. was absolute dog shit last year, but the entire Atlanta well, Falcons was trash team too, yeah. was shit. Um, so I don't know how much he's going to really help that team with how many weapons they have. I know you're doing the math in your head. So um, is, he, is he the replacement for Antonio Brown? Mm, I don't know. Um, it's not going to work like that. bringing Mike uh, Evans back. They're bringing Chris Godwin back. They're bringing and Fournette back. It's it's, it's obviously another weapon for him, but just I'm not sure on his usage here in. in But he's in the slot, and so is Scotty Miller. Look, Logan, like I'm saying, I'm confused about it. I don't get that. I I think he'll do fine. I think he's going to be another weapon. I think he'll do fine. Maybe maybe, maybe spend 10 mil a year at corner and not at wide receiver. See, but you got to think right now, average wide receivers, if you're doing like a... They don't need a wide um, receiver, though. That's Average wide receiver is well, getting no, paid way more no, than the average corner. No, 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 I know. That's what I'm saying. So right now, the average wide receiver franchise tag, they go off the average, it's what, 20.3 or something like that? So they're getting him for right, half the price. So I actually think three-year 30 yeah. mil is actually a pretty decent deal, knowing that they're probably going to lose Mike Evans. When's his contract up? It has to be soon. I think they lose Godwin before Evans, no, right? they re-signed Godwin. They re-signed Godwin oh, they for re-signed, like a, I thought they just franchised him. Four years or something re-signed. like that, yeah. Okay, so, so they locked him oh, in. Oh, I wouldn't sign Godwin over Evans. I wouldn't commit long-term to Godwin Dude, over Evans. Dude, Brady. They already did. I mean, okay. Okay, so I they signed Mike Evans to a long-term deal like two years ago. Yeah, so he, he's probably got two or three more years with him. And Godwin, I think he just re-signed a four or five-year I don't know, dude. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. Mike Evans, he's a beast, but I like Godwin a lot. Dude, he's, he's great at running routes. He gets open. He's just not the deep ball like Mike Evans. But you get somebody that has deep and fucking fast speed and acceleration, they can replace Mike Evans. So Chris Godwin is under contract until 2026 with two options. Two, okay, so four years. Two player options, I believe. Maybe it's team options. I can't find the fucking table here. Uh Mike Evans under contract until 2023 or 2026 as well with three options. Oh, wow. So they're right at the same time. I would yeah. have thought Mike Evans was faster. Yeah, but Mike Evans is on – oh, this is weird. So Chris Godwin is on a 5 mil cap hit next year, a $23 million cap hit the following year, 24 the following year, and the year after that. Oh, damn, so Russell Gage's contract expires before theirs do. Yeah, he's locked them until twenty twenty five. So the thing, the thing, the thing with Chris Godwin's contract is the next two years, not this year, but the following two years are huge cap hits, and then after that, it's nothing. I'll probably try to trade him. So it's 24, 24, 23.75. Well, the, the for thing two was years. they probably restructured it and was like, "Hey, let's restructure this deal. Go get some more weapons for Brady since he's coming back. Get a ring this year, and, and then, then we we're don't care. Trade everyone, <laughs> honestly, because Mike Evans is on a like consistent contract. He's on a 
So right now it's 10, next year it's 23, and then 12. No, next year it's 23, almost 24, and then it's 12, 4, and 2 a year. Wow. Genius. Because if he can produce next year when he's doing up to 25 mil, I bet he gets traded. Trade him. Yeah, I well, bet. When he, yeah, produce this year. When you're due 24, we'll trade you and get all this cal- salary cap off our fucking plate. Yep. And then some other team goes, fuck yeah, we'll pay Mike Evans. Especially because I don't think that extension. I don't think Brady plays more than two years coming back. I think I think he has maybe one last year, gets a retirement tour and, and goes out. Yeah. Unless he plays amazing again. He played fucking amazing this past year. Led the league in passing yards, led in touchdowns, all that good jazz. But, God, I sound fucking old. Well, no, 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 dude. But that's, that's the thing. With Tom Brady, it, it very much angered me. Because I'm like, all right, dude, you're the GOAT. Just keep playing. Don't retire and then come back for it. He spent later. a week with his kids and he said, This is not for me. Yeah, he <laughs> he was like, Man, my kids. That, suck. He's like, Three months is enough. Dude, Giselle, <laughs> you go fucking take care of the kids six days a week and then go shake your ass one day a week when you're modeling and then go back to the kids. All right? <laughs> That's all she's doing. All right? Um, all right. My first one, hey, and I'm, I'm very, very happy with how this one turned out. JC Jackson to the Chargers. Um, yep. Patriots cornerback going over to the Chargers. Absolutely a guy. And what he's great at is man-to-man. And I feel like you guys got burnt a lot whenever you guys tried to do man-to-man last year. There was one corner. There was one receiver that went off against us every game. We obviously couldn't stop the run. But then it was yeah, also no, yeah, yeah. one receiver one receiver every game that would go off against us. Um, but J.C. Jackson, dude, he's a guy that can play man-to-man. He's an absolute fucking hawk. He's got killer speed. Right, so it doesn't matter who he's sprinting down the field with, he was able to keep up with them. So I was very excited because we had said this one specifically when we were looking at our free agency list of you know like the top one hundred when we did that episode. J.C. Jackson, that was one of the ones I can't remember if I said it, you said it, but I know we both agreed with each other. J.C. Jackson to the Chargers would be absolutely dynamic because you guys need somebody that can cover a top wide receiver. And you guys got that with J.C. Jackson. Absolutely. I, I couldn't be happier with J.C. Jackson coming. I knew we needed help on the defensive side of the ball. We don't need help on offense. I hope we don't draft an offensive player until the fourth round. Because we don't need it. We have a great running back. We have good offensive line. Maybe another offensive lineman, like a tackle, would be fine by me. But we need help on the D-line. Interior, not exterior. Obviously, we have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. We don't need oh fucking help. God. We don't need help on the edge rushers. But we need help inside to stop the run. So I want Jordan Davis. Yeah, I fucking hate that he lit up the combine because now teams are going to draft him higher and we're going to have to settle for like the second or third best D tackle, which is still going to be fine. But if not, go get me another tackle. Yeah. We got rid of Brian Balaga, which I'm fine with because Rayshon Slater is you guys, well, fantastic. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. The Chargers. Ryan Lins is a great center. They picked up the Rams defensive tackle, Sebastian Joseph Day. And we signed another D tackle as you well. You guys got Austin Johnson from the Giants for two years, 14. You guys grabbed... Uh, Christian Covington, a D-lineman. I don't know where he went to. You guys obviously grabbed another one that maybe you'll be talking about. Um, and then, I mean, you guys have, you guys have in free agency picked up some guys. Well, no, and we that's have. my thing, dude, is you guys have the fifth most cap space. That's why I'm glad we're spending money. And you guys fucking are going all in with it. It makes sense. It that, makes sense. We, we saw how close we were. And I don't like when teams are like, yeah, we're close, but we're also young, so we're going to give it a few years. No, if you dude. give it a few years, those Fact. young players are going to leave. Yep. Yeah. Go in now. And if it doesn't work, at least those players will be like, hey, at least my team fucking went for it. I'm going to stay here. And then we can keep trying more and more and more. I'd rather have a team, honestly, I'd rather have a team that makes the playoffs and makes deep runs 
every year. Maybe we don't get there. You know, maybe we do, maybe we don't. But give me consistent, good, great performances year in, year out over a team that has a one-year, maybe two-year stretch where it's like, oh, we got to the Super Bowl, and then you do nothing after that. Yep. You know, it's like the Eagles. It's like, yeah, they won the Super Bowl, and then they've been shit since then, and they were shit before then. So, like, do you are you really excited to be an Eagles fan? I wouldn't be. I'd hate it. Yeah. I'd rather be a fan of a team that is consistently getting there and putting in good work. I'd rather be a Niners fan, right? The Niners had a down year. Before that, they were having really pretty good years. It seems like as long as Trey Lance plays out, you know, they'll have good years after this. But it seems like they're, they're a team that's going to make some good runs. I'd rather be a Niners fan than be an Eagles fan. Yes. Kind of, you know, mm. for as far as how the team plays out. Me personally. Me personally. Okay. I understand Super Bowls are huge. I'd rather take long-term success. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jackson, I'm not going in order of my biggest things that have happened. No, no I'm not either. Yeah, yeah so I'm just going to start with, I've just done the last week since we last talked and the things that have happened in this last week. Um, I have uh, the Allen Robinson to the Rams. Oh, God. I told you were going to let me bring that up. I will skip that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You brought no, it up. No, 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 you are no, more. We're bringing it up. Okay, you already brought it up. Fine. Allen Robinson to the Rams. What the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> My apologies. Allen Robinson to Rams. Huge, huge for you guys. I think we we'll move on from OBJ. We'll talk about something. Another move you guys made. Allen Robinson. I feel as a receiver who was very underutilized in Chicago with yeah. lackluster quarterback play. Mm-hmm. He is a very talented wide receiver, and it is the exact filler you need opposite of Cooper Cup. That will keep a defense honest, and one of those two guys will be open all the time. Okay, uh, now let me get into it, and I'll go ahead and we can go into the next one right afterwards, which is Robert Woods to the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Yep, for a sixth round. Now he just came off toward an ACL, and we can go ahead and go over that. I also don't like how we only got a sixth rounder out of him, but it is what it is. Now well, Allen Robinson to the Rams. I obviously I love it. He is a great wide receiver. Um, very sad to see Woods go. Now, my whole thing with this is that we kind of got a steal out of this. The yes. average value of Robinson's three-year $46.5 million deal is $15.5 million. Coming in below those of recent contracts signed by Christian Kirk, Kenny Galladay, Adam Thielen, and Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks. So the fact that we got him so cheap under those wide receivers, who I think Allen Robinson outplays, absolutely, um, I love. And again, he has a QB to finally throw to him where he didn't have one in Chicago. Yes. Um, so I exactly him and Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson. I think the Rams are in a great position here in the NFC West to actually roll this table, especially since Seattle is going to be absolute dog shit. Carolina I has think, chemistry issues, or uh, not Carolina, Arizona. Arizona has, has chemistry issues. issues, and the Niners are going with Trey Lance, who I think the Rams will absolutely eat up. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but I I like it, um, I love it, and I want some more of it. I feel like. The, before Kyle goes off, I feel like the four receivers you said are just examples of wide receivers not being as valuable as people think. No, exactly. Like, uh, Christian Kirk, how the fuck did he get paid more than Allen Robinson? Don't know. Christian yeah. Kirk, Brandon Cooks, Kenny Galladay did nothing last year. Brandon no. Cooks had one good game, and it happened to be against, like, my team. Yeah. And, well, and Brandon Cooks was on a, a team, or are you talking about Kenny Galladay or Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. I love Brandon Cooks. It's just he was on the Texans. Hey, Davis Mills, yeah. longest neck in football. <laughs> he can see over he's everybody. Gonna, he's going to start next year for them, most yeah. likely. and might as well. Fucking fuck it. Um, but, and so I like Brandon Cooks a lot. Um, I'm glad he got paid. Um, but again, like, I don't necessarily think he's better than Allen Robinson. Callie, thoughts on Allen Robinson? Um, so I knew it was never going to happen. 
But I wanted him. Oh, I, I absolutely wanted, you wanted him. I wanted him so bad. You've wanted every top receiver. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we need one playing opposite of somebody that we don't have anymore. All right? So if we would have had Lazard and Allen Robinson, dude, forget about it. We losing before the championship game. <laughs> if it was Adams and Allen Robinson, we have a fat fucking shot. But... Or a fat chance. I don't, I don't, I don't ever know. Is that yeah, negative? Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah but it's fat good. chance. That's negative, right? Like, oh, no, a fat, fat chance. chance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we had a fucking slim chance. Yeah. Right? That also sounds negative. I don't know. Anyway, so. I think it's all negative when it comes to Packers just because like you guys don't know how to get it done because you guys don't have the, the guys. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to show on you, but. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. not even going get to in, get into the other one that you guys are thinking I'm going to get into. Um, no, no. Uh, no, fuck it. Okay, it's going to be a twofer because I really want to talk about Tyreek. Okay, let's, let's talk okay. about Tyreek. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Tyreek, right? Okay. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Cambria, someone's in there. You animal. <laughs> there were three people in there. Two people in the dog. Was he peeing with his pants around his ankles? <laughs> what were you? Were, were they showering? No, I no, was no, no. Cam- you think I walked in Cambria there? Cambria walked in on him peeing. I was done. What? That's a public restroom. No, it's not. It's her restroom. No, no, it's, it's not. Fair. It's, it's a, fair. It's damn near a porta potty. <laughs> You're gonna okay. make her mad, and she's gonna come in here and slap you. No, she's gonna bite me with that 12 inch long neck. Okay, so we're talking about Tyreek Hill. Oh, already? Okay. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. I wanted to jump into this one. Um, this to me, so far in the off season, was the biggest surprise to me. Easily. Over, over every quarterback, over every fucking any signing there was. The the thought of Tyreek Hill, Juju, which I don't know, I got some opinions about Juju. He's very talented. I wanted to see how he Disappointing. did. But talking about a trio between Hill, Smith Schuster, and Kelsey, I mean, you, you almost debatably can't pick a better three. Right, because first off, Kelsey's one of the best. That's on a league. roster right now. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna be that. That's top three, three. So, Tyreek, right? I this morning I sent you guys. Whoa, 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 whoa! What the fuck? This is some shit I didn't hear about. Yeah. Trade rumors between the Jets and the Dolphins. No matter which team he went to, I thought it would have been a very good pick. Right, I, I I think Dolphins was better than the Jets. Oh yeah, easily. For sure. <laughs> no, 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 fucking hey. country hey, mile. I which I completely agree with, but this one kind of ties it in with Armstead, with the the, the Dolphins signing him to five years, seventy five mil. They went, hey, we want to protect our quarterback, right? And then they got what uh, uh, tight end. Gusecki. Uh, well, Gusecki. they franchise tag Gusecki. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they got Gusecki, but they got Waddle. They got Devontae Parker, which Devontae Parker, eh, you know, whatever. Up and down kind of but a guy. But Waddle had a very good time last year. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah I had him on my fantasy team. He was my, he was my, year. he was my only reason the why same I player. wasn't last place. They're the same player. And now yeah. you throw in Tyreek Hill, which, and guys, I say this knowing what I'm saying. I think Tyreek Hill, I think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL. I know what you're going to say, and I agree. But I think Tyreek Hill is the bigger difference maker for a team. Most impactful wide receiver. Yes. He's the one where you can dump it. Just, ah! What about Cooper? Right, right, right. Rush is coming. Rush is, no, no, no. no. (laughs) Rush is coming in. Ha! (laughs) Throw it out to fucking Hill, four yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he scrambles for a five-yard gain. Tyreek Hill's speed 
and everything about him is absolutely dynamic, right? So now I'm sorry, but I'm hijacking this one into Devontae Adams as well. Go ahead. I saw it coming, right? Days before all of this, I had heard rumors, not even rumors, I had heard that he had bought like an $18 million house in Las Vegas. I went, okay, cool. He's going to the Raiders. It is what it is. We got a, for this year, 2022, first round pick and a second year pick. I mean, a second round pick, sorry. First round and a second round for Devontae Adams. You guys know I was fucking heated. Oh, I don't know. Um, I would be too. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Absolute steal. Absolute steal. Tyreek Hill goes for a first and second and fourth for this year. And? Plus a fourth and a sixth for next year. Five picks. Five picks. Now, do I think those fourth and sixth round picks even matter? Not really. No. So do I see the same pretty much deal for Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill? I was actually okay with what happened. We had a player that said, I'm not going to play for you guys. Like, you don't franchise tag me. Like, I'm not going to play for you guys if you guys franchise tag me. So we had to get rid of him anyway. Now, Tyreek Hill comes from the same exact thing except for two fours and a six. Now, don't get me wrong. I would have wanted two fours and a six. Because at that point, it becomes more of a bargaining, right? Where you can be like, hey, I'll throw in a fourth round pick for you right? If we want to try and trade or anything like that. But knowing that the majority of what they got traded for was the first and second round picks of this year's draft, I was more okay with that. If he would have went for two first rounders and like two second rounders, yeah, I would have fucking lit my whole company on fire. Okay. (laughs) It would have been a whole different conversation, but Devontae Adams getting what we got for him with him leaving for a person. Now remember Devontae Adams he accounted for more than 50% of our offense last season. Here's my thing. I don't know why you're not upset about it because guess what? No, I'm the, upset. The Chiefs can go out there in the first round and draft a wide receiver. You guys you guys can, but you won't. But if you guys got a first rounder for him, it would be you guys could at least go replace him with so at least a young guy. We didn't get a first round. My thing is... We got a first round pick and a second round pick for this 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 year's draft. I thought you guys didn't get a first round. No, no, no they yeah, got a first, first and a second. second. That's it. Oh, okay. I want, I want to, I'm going to look up the draft order right now. Because I don't know where the Dolphins pick. I'm not sure either. But, but I know it's higher than where the Raiders pick. Yes, which is 100% true. Because so, the Raiders were a 22nd overall pick. Which is a 22nd overall plus our like 26th overall. Right? There was like six teams that finished better than us. So we get two picks back to back pretty fast. I'm hoping we try and trade up for something. Right? To get a little bit of a better pick. Because I would love fucking... Uh, who's the star wide receiver of uh, Ohio State? Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. I would love Garrett Wilson's going to go too high for yeah. yeah. I, I would love Olave. Right, I would love him on our team. I think it had a little bit of dynamic. But overall, what I'm saying is Tyreek Hill all of a sudden ditching a Super Bowl team that he had a fucking. I mean, this was the team that everyone's talking about forever. I don't think it was his choice. It's, I don't think he said that he wanted to leave. Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, the really? Chiefs offered him the same or the same or a similar contract, and he said, "I'd rather play somewhere else." Okay, yeah, that, that's what I thought. I and had, it makes no too. sense to me. Why would you rather play? <laughs> he, yeah, that's what I thought. I heard. Heard. Unless it's like state taxes or something, and he's like, "I already got a ring. I've already been All Pro. I've already been Pro Bowl. I can just take my money and retire at this point." Then it makes sense to me. Like, hey, go live in South Beach. Go make your money. I don't know state taxes. If if there's state taxes in Missouri, if there's state taxes in Florida, I don't fucking know. But like. If he's like, hey, I'll take my money and go play in Miami and live in Miami and make the same amount of money in a much nicer place, sure. 
But if you want to have a better career, he would have stayed in Kansas City. I think it's all about money. So, okay, so 100%, I think Tyreek Hill is the person that said, hey, I'd rather get paid than win. Right? Yes. He, wants to, he wants to solidify his future. However, the reason why I want to talk about this pick is, again, like I said, with Armstead being like getting signed, he was, was debatably the number one. They had him ranked in ESPN's number one free agent in the entire NFL was Armstead. For the Dolphins to sign him to say, hey, we want to protect our quarterback. We're going to get you an extra weapon. Now they have they have good weapons. They have Jacecki, they have Waddle, and they have Tyreek Hill, who is literally a difference maker to the game, like me and you both said and agreed with. This now is the spot in the prime time for everybody in the NFL to go is two of the guy. There's He's been not. A, no, no, I know. But there's been excuses for him coming up to this point. No excuses. It's, it's been, hey, we're, we're going out with this. We don't need it. I don't need dynamite weapons. Now, they're building around Tua like a team should. It's a quarterback that they apparently believe in. Do we think he's the answer? No. But it's Tua, and if he comes out and he performs the way that they can with an offense like that, it'll be dynamite. But they give, it one, they give it one year. If Tua's dog shit, I think they get, I, I think they get rid of Tua. So I think this is amazing for the Dolphins because they're able to build their whole long-term career, in my opinion, around this one season to say, hey, is Tua our guy? Or not. We built this offense on him, so let's see if he can do it. If he doesn't, they get rid of him. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I'm I'm trying to see what this pick, what what number the pick was for Tyreek because they gave up a first-round pick this year it's number 29. So they actually got a worse pick. Wow. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out because the Dolphins Did the Dolphins make the playoffs? No, they but they had already given their pick to Philadelphia, which is why I was confused. I guess they got San Francisco's pick, but when did they trade for a San Francisco pick? Cuz I was trying to figure it out cuz I was like where did the Dolphins finish and their pick is going to Philadelphia already and that was at 15. So I was like they I couldn't have given up that pick. So I guess they gave up 29 which was to San Francisco and then to Miami and now to Kansas City? Something. But I don't even know how they got that pick I don't from know. San Francisco. I don't know who they So they didn't get a better pick. I was under the impression they got a better pick. And that's why I was confused about the trade because yeah, the, like the, the uh, compensation that they were expecting from the Jets was going to be picks 35, 38, and 69. Two, third, two second rounders and a third rounder. And that was it from the Jets. Oh, yeah. That's and why that's why it came down to, do you want to play for the Jets? Do you want to play for the Dolphins? We're going to let you choose Tyreek. And he said Miami. Because the Chiefs which were is like, the right, Which is the right It's pick. the right choice. Yeah, there was more but, built there. But yeah. the Chiefs were saying, like, we'll give oh, you the I mean, option. He's a better quarterback than... He's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. They have a better foundation, and I think they have a better head coach. Yeah. At least offensively. Well, that, yeah, that's offensively. I haven't ruled out Zach Wilson yet. Me personally. I have. I, have I think Zach Wilson's bad. I think Zach I also think two is bad. I also think two is bad. I but think, I think the Dolphins, way better yeah, than Zach Wilson. But, but, but the Dolphins, Zach Wilson, Uzama, who they got. Not enough. And Tyreek Hill, he's going to produce. Potentially. I think Zach Wilson's still very bad. I also trust an offensive-minded coach in Mike McDaniels. That's the biggest difference. To take over that team. And they invested way heavier in the offense. They said, we're going to get offensive line help. We're going to get wide receiver help. We're going to re-sign our t- or franchise tag our tight end. We're going to get running back help because they added Chase Edmonds. Yep. 
Who and, is? And, and uh, what's the guy from James Wilson from the Niners? They yeah. added him. They added a great a, a great running back from the Niners that has connections and chemistry with Mike McDaniel's. They had a great running back who fits Mike McDaniel's system. Here, uh, I have a whole list of who the Miami Dolphins have signed. Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, nice backup. Good backup, to Teddy. nice backup, especially because because Tua has some injury history. Yep, and that's a solid backup to have who can win you some games. He's which, not gonna he's not gonna take you far in playoffs or anything, but he's gonna win you some games when you need it. Which mm-hmm. I just want to say on the agency one hundred list, uh, you gave me shit for putting him lower behind somebody else, um, and he's the only one on that list that got signed specifically as a backup. Everybody else is a starter, so. Cardinals running back at Chase Edmonds. <laughs> yes. Solid pickup. Fits Mike McDaniel's system perfectly. Running back that can catch passes yep. and is speedy. That's and all then, you need. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't Wilson, it was 49ers running back uh Raheem Mostert. Yes. Which is that's even more of a like that was the yeah. guy for for San Francisco. They picked up a nice fullback from the Raiders in Alec Ingold. Yep. Um Cowboys wide receiver uh Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson. That means nothing to me, but they they, they, signed did, him. they did pay him pretty decently though. Um, obviously they got Tyree Kill. They got another wide receiver, Preston Williams. Uh, then Kansas City. My, uh, no, it's not. It's not Pringle. Preston Wilson. I don't think he was. Preston on. Williams. I thought Preston Williams played for. Kansas I don't know. City, like, it it, it doesn't ago. say where he played. Um, then they got obviously uh, Mike Jacecki on a franchise tag. Um, they got another tight end. I don't know about him. But then they tie. You know, like Kyle was saying, Armstead five years, seventy five million. Help on the O line. They got another uh, guard, Connor Williams from the Cowboys, two years, fourteen million. Connor Williams is a fantastic guard. The Cowboys, the whole offensive line was fantastic. They invested in the offense. They said we're going to sign an offensive. The Cowboys because their Dolphins defense, defense was fantastic. Yes, yeah, exactly. It was and very they, good. Fantastic. And, and, they, and they picked up. Three, four linebackers in free agency, a cornerback, and a safety. As much as we shit on the Dolphins last year for everything they did and the alleged racism with Brian Flores, that front office made maybe the best moves this entire free agency for any franchise. Yeah. They said, we have a problem on offense. We're going to get wide receivers. We're going to re-sign the, the best tight end we have. We're going to get running back help. We're going to get offensive line help. We're going to re-imagine the entire offense and leave the defense where it was because that we didn't have any issues with it. Yeah. Two of my best ranking teams this season um, for this offseason has been Dolphins and Chargers. And I'd agree with you on that. I mean, I would throw the Rams in there because they're in considering that they are in talks with Bobby Wagner right now. And I'd throw them in there. <laughs> I'd fucking throw them in there. Yeah, uh, if they, if you guys Wagner. get fucking Bobby Wagner and throw that with Aaron Donald, you losing Von Miller and adding Bobby Wagner is a net positive. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. Anyways. I have I, I have more I want to talk about. Yes. My next one I want to talk about. It's kind of a small one. You can step out if you want. Yeah, I got to Go use this. my bathroom. Okay. Ms. Cambridge, you know, she, she my, does. My apologies. Uh, I, did you're, not, you're, I did not close the door all the way. Um, I want to talk about the Steelers who grabbed Mitch Trubisky. And sure. I actually, I actually kind of like it. And let me explain to you why. <laughs> Let me explain to you why. Um, think about it. This is what I wrote. I actually like this pick. Think about it. Mitch took the Bears to the playoffs twice under Matt Nagy. <laughs> and that has to be worth something. If you're taking Matt Nagy's offense to the playoffs twice, you have, yeah. to, be, you have to be worth something. With and with the Steelers much. probably going to draft a QB anyway, might as well grab a guy that has some better experience than Mason fucking Rudolph. Bridge quarterback. To compete with the rookie. Bridge quarterback. Yeah. Year or two, maybe. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. Like, go draft a quarterback because we all know that's what you're probably going to do. And if and that's the thing, if they don't do it now, this year, okay, Mitch Trubisky can probably win you some games and then get you a top fifteen pick next year 
And then you can go make a move for a quarterback next year when the market's going to be better for a quarterback. Anyway. Especially when they run an offense where their receivers just run verticals yeah. and slants. Yeah. Any quarterback really would do for you until you can like develop another quarterback. Except for Mason fucking Rudolph. Except for Mason Rudolph because he's you know just awful. But, I mean, you draft a quarterback that sucks titties, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. I love, I, I'm not against the Mitch Trubisky signing. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm like, hey, it makes sense. You need a bridge quarterback. You got a bridge quarterback. You didn't go and get some, you didn't overpay for someone that you could, you, they didn't go get Teddy Bridgewater and say, we're going to pay you way more money to be our bridge quarterback. I think Teddy Bridgewater, probably a better quarterback, more experienced at least, Veteran quarterback can lead a locker room better than Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, solid bridge quarterback. Give him a year or two. They're going to draft a quarterback this year. Maybe Kenny Pickett, you know, kind of depends on where that pick lands, where quarterbacks go in this year's draft. The whole landscape of quarterbacks has changed in it's the last week and a half. Right now, I know. So if they draft a quarterback, I would see them maybe even waiting till next year. So that two years even makes even more. He's on three years, two years, two years, two years, like 14. Million. That two years even makes more sense because if you don't draft a quarterback this year, then you, you have Mitch to hold you over this year. However, well you do doesn't matter. And then you draft try to get a quarterback and compete and have the, that rookie compete with Mitch or learn under him. Mitch Trubisky's in a decently experienced quarterback and he's playing behind some good court. He played behind Josh Allen for a year. Yeah. I'm sure Josh Allen taught him some things, even though Josh Allen, I think is younger than Mitch Trubisky. I'm sure Josh Allen taught Mitch Trubisky some things. Um, he played behind, he played with Nick Foles for a little while. Like, uh, maybe not Nick Foles. No, he did play with Nick yeah. Foles. So I'm sure he's learned some things. He's picked some things up as a, as a quarterback in the NFL for a, a few, the few years he's been in. Even in those few years, he can give whoever they draft next year, more experience if a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis is on the board. If neither of those two quarterbacks are on the board, the, the Steelers should not draft a quarterback in no, the first round. No. So if they are, cool, maybe take a guy, but I would rather wait until next year. There's more <clears throat> talent at quarterback with guys like Bryce Young. You hope DJ Uyunglele takes another step forward, right? There's more quarterback. Stetson Bennett, you know, if he produces again, those kind of quarterbacks, there's going to be more options next year. I'd maybe wait a year. Let Mitch have the offense this year. See what he does. Hey, maybe he is better than people thought. And maybe he could take over your team and be your franchise quarterback. That'd yeah. be awesome. And he took, like I said, he took Matt Nagy's play, uh, team to the playoffs Exactly. <laughs> but if not, Matt Nagy. But if not, then you can draft someone next year. But at least yeah. give him a year. Have, give him the keys this year. I, I, I'm not against it. I like that. I like that. Talk. I liked it. All right. And just to make sure, guys, I'm back tuning in. It was talking about Trubisky to the Steelers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was extremely surprised that he did not go to the Giants. Oh, I thought he was going to follow his guy. No, because they followed Daniel. They they said they were sticking with Daniel Jones, and the Giants are a trash franchise, and they should have signed Mitch Trubisky. And instead, they said Brian Dable is who you're talking about. Yeah, there we go. But they were like, no, no, we're sticking with Daniel Jones, and they think that keeping your word is more valuable than actually having a talented quarterback. And yeah, I don't know. Teams all the time say, hey, like like the Seahawks, hey, we're very happy with Russell. One week later. He's gone, guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we got a lot of picks for him. We're happy with it. So it's like, you know, it's the same thing. Exactly like you said. Hey, you know, yeah, make your fans happy. Make it seem like you guys know exactly what you guys are doing. But then go get that person, right? And I thought with the chemistry there, he was going to go to the Giants. And then him going to the Steelers, I was like, hey, you know what? Good for you. Because like you said, him taking Bears to the playoffs two times with Nagy. Dude, he, and at we, we all think Alan he Robinson? is the worst person. And at best weapons, he only had Allen Robinson. He didn't have other guys to throw the ball to. See, yeah. so and now with the Steelers, 
Who's yeah? Deontay Johnson. S- still really nobody, but oh, Deontay uh, Johnson's a stud. Deontay Johnson's no, pretty good. James Washington. No, run, no, James Washington. No, the running back. Um, Najee Harris. Yes, Najee Harris. Chase Claypool is oh, a bit, Claypool. again. Yeah. Good. He's got, he, no, no, no. Good I don't like threat. how you just said that he doesn't have anyone. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Najee Harris. That's three. That, that that's an offense. Najee right Harris is a great guy to hand the ball off to. I understand completely. He's he's good. I understand. Out of that field I understand backfield. Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson are just deep routers. Go routes and slants. But that's all the Steelers want to do. Yeah, but if you have a if you play a team like the Ravens, who, yeah, if the Ravens stay players. healthy, those wide receivers aren't doing anything. If Marcus Peters right. and uh, fuck, who's their other corner in Baltimore? Marlon Humphreys. Yeah, if Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys are healthy, the Steelers aren't running any routes. Hey, the them. AFC North proved one thing in the Super Bowl. All you have to do is pull his face mask when a fucking ref's not looking, and you're gonna fucking get deep routes all the day. So Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, just rip a face mask every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Okay. Um, Go to your next one. So this one's not extremely big to me, but I think they might be able to make some moves with it. The Patriots. Um, they signed Malcolm Butler, who retired a year ago off of personal reasons. I for him. So what I'm Super thinking... Super Bowl hero. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is... Yes, they won the Super Bowl. Hey, He's come on come on back to not us. Not a replacement for J.C. Jackson. Not even slightly. But with him bringing back Butler, right, now Stephon Gilmore is still a free agent. They can reunite the Gilmore and Butler team for the Patriots. And I think they're honestly, I feel like there's a fat chance they might do it. They might. Sorry, not much. fat. That's negative. A good chance they <laughs> might do it. Um. Because of Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. They might say, hey, we need some fucking help. We just got rid of J.C. fucking Jackson. Yeah, but they need help. We need help. some help on the But they're going to sign two old corners that can't keep up with Tyreek? I don't know, dude. Bill check with the chemistry. I feel like it might be there. But Tyreek's still going to blow by those corners. Yeah, but he's going to blow by everybody. So let's just get two cornerbacks that are experienced and have a better chance to do it than somebody that they might find maybe as a, a young, little bit of a Maybe scrub. a young corner. Maybe you draft a corner. Spend your money elsewhere. Yeah, they could. Who would probably still get burnt by Tyreek, but I'd rather take, hey, you get burnt your first year or year and a half by Tyreek, and then you can adapt and become a better corner as opposed to we're going to sign a guy who's on the tail end of his career and hope that he can try to lock up Tyreek when he can't keep up with him. I agree with that. I agree with that because, like you said, they're both aged. I'm just thinking with the experience, I think they should draft a cornerback in their first or second round, whatever it is, wherever they can get the better one. Uh, but I think they should have the experience on their cornerback sides where they have two deep and they can train and not train, but mentor the new younger people that they bring into the team okay. to kind of help adapt to them. Because remember, again, they're only playing the Dolphins two times. You know, so they're not going to build their whole fan, their whole dynasty to beat the Dolphins both times that they play them. Do you think they can cover Stephon Diggs? Stephon Diggs didn't do shit last year, dude. He didn't. And I'm not saying that he's not good. They signed another receiver this year, right? The Bills? Yeah. They signed someone else in free agency. Fucking Von Miller's six years. I don't know if that was one of your guys' fucking picks. I got the whole list up right here. Because I thought they added another receiver. They grabbed Jamison Crowder. Okay, that means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. Never mind. Never mind. And they paid him $4 million. Overpaid that fucker hard. But yeah, so I don't know. I like that one. Um, I thought it would be kind of like you were saying with, uh, uh, what's his bucket? With Kaepernick, right? Just a locker room guy to be able to teach 
and uh, kind of mentor, mentor. the new people coming in because they have a fuck ton of experience, especially between the two of them. And I mean, Bilicic, dude, he loves people that he knows. So it's got to be the Aces ballpark or something. Going I was on. like, who's setting off fireworks on March 23rd? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, and it can't even be the Aces, dude. They kick off April 12th. I don't, I think. I don't know what's going on. Oh, a uh, little side note, by the way, completely off topic. Uh, my work, just because I love um, talking about how nice they are to us. Um, Aces opening day, their games at like 1 p.m., we're going there for the game for the team building exercise. Um, so I get a half day. What day of the week? On that day, dude. It's like a Tuesday. Oh, are you, you, guys, you, know are you guys, are you guys hiring? Bro, so we're getting brewskis <laughs> and dogs at the fucking Reno Aces game, dude. Anyway, that's mine. Logan, what's your next one? Okay, so as far as free agent, should I go free agency? Should I go to a trade? Whatever you want. I'm almost going goddamn teams at this point. Um, I'm gonna go trade. Let's talk to Sean Watson. That's my next one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk to Sean it. Watson. I love it. Uh, so Deshaun Watson to the Browns for a lot. Okay, and they paid him. And they paid. So okay. So <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> they the, traded let, away uh, so hey, much, and then they said, "Hey, let's. We're gonna give you a dick load of money." Let's talk about the timeline. And guess what? We don't even know if you're gonna play next year. But guess what, man? We're going to pay you. Let's talk about the timeline of events, right? Deshaun Watson comes into, you know, okay, Saints, Falcons, and Panthers, right? I would have loved to it was see three him NFC, It was three that NFC South nasty. That would have been nasty. Does Michael Thomas play? No, he is. He's playing. Does he, though? With Deshaun Watson? Why wouldn't he come back and go, yeah, I'm going to play with Deshaun I'm sure Watson. he would, but maybe he sprains his ankle a fucking again. Yeah, maybe. So, but, I, think, but, I think he didn't want to play with racist Drew. I don't think he didn't. I don't. I don't think he wanted to play with racist Drew. Is, Drew's not racist. No, dude, he came out with some hell of racist. I know, things. I know. He apologized, and, and it was a big thing. Well, he had to, you know what I mean? Look, 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 dude. Don't oh, we're talking about it. Michael Thomas. Okay. Don't Michael shoot. Thomas came in like the last week just to make sure that he could play with Drew Brees. I don't think he hated Drew Brees. Yeah. That was just a, a random, stupid hot take. Okay. Anyways, we're talking about Sean Watson. Hey, bitch. <laughs> okay, tri- the, the timeline is he was... Down to finalists between the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. Three NFC South teams. Made no sense to me. You're talking about three teams from the same division that are all in the bottom third of the NFL. Made <laughs> yeah. no sense at all. They're all dog shit. And the only one that made somewhat sense was the Falcons because he's from Georgia. But the Panthers, zero sense unless he thought with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, he could make a difference. And McCaffrey. They would have to give up McCaffrey, I feel like, in that deal. <laughs> no, but they wouldn't have. Yeah. I feel like they would have had to. Yeah, but the Saints were like $110 million over salary cap, and right now they're like 30 under, and they cut nobody. So pe- people are finessing numbers. They the would have, they, have they would have done it. The no, Saints also Panthers. paid Taysom Hill like $40 mil a year. So Fuck it's Taysom, it not $40 mil, but they paid him like $20 mil. No, I know, but that was still, that was stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. So when it came down to those three teams, it's like, okay, he could go to the Falcons, who have literally nobody other than Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson, sure. Uh, he would go to the the Panthers, who have Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, potentially Christian McCaffrey. You know, some talent there. Nothing on defense, though. He would go to the um, the Saints. Decent defense, right? Some good corners, good safety. Cameron Jordan, good defense. Um, he'd have Mike Williams or Mike Thomas. Um, Mike Thomas. Sorry, Mike and Thomas Alvin Alvin Kamara, who they didn't use last year at all, and then Sean Payton retired slightly. So those are your three options, and he got offers from the Browns, and he said. No, and the reason that I heard that he said no to the Browns, any guesses? No. Cleveland's too cold. 
That's why he said no to the Browns initially. What a pussy. Because Cleveland's too cold. He played his, his high school career in Georgia, college career in South Carolina, professional career in Dude, Texas. Those are all disgustingly humid places. Yeah, and so he was like, I don't want to go play where it's cold, <laughs> even though they have a better team and it would pay me more money. Um, so he said no to them, and they said, hey, if you ever change your mind, let us know. I think he probably had some more thoughts and talked to his agents, and they were like, listen, you have a way better chance of winning games in the with the Browns, even though it's the AFC North and it's tougher than the the but NFC you South. You'll have more talent. You can recruit more guys. You can get more wide receivers there, kind of a deal. All that good jazz. Probably makes more sense to go to the AFC North and play with the play with the Browns. I think he thought about it for a second. Browns Browns made that, you know, let him know, hey, if you're interested, you're always welcome here. He said, you know what? That's the right move. That's that's the right move. I shouldn't be playing in the NFC South against Tom Brady and the Bucks every year because we're not winning the NFC South with yeah. Tom Brady. I have a shot at least in the AFC North. Yeah. You know? At, at least a shot. Yeah. You know, it's and- Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers, kind of a I mean, it's a tough division. It honestly, yeah. it honestly is, but I, I I do think that him going to the Browns makes it a more. It's it's one of the toughest divisions. It's not the AFC West, but the AFC West and the AFC North, I think, are the two toughest divisions of football now. Oh yeah, AFC West for sure. AFC be, West number it used one. Used to be NFC West last season, well, and then and it didn't turn Russell out Wilson. to be what they thought it was. And then they lost Russell Wilson. So yeah, and then it, well, even then the Seahawks failed with Russell Wilson. Yeah, but last year they were but the AFC West looks disgusting. Yeah. And then when you think about what they got for him, for the Texans, right? Texans get 2024 sixth-round pick, first-round picks in 2022-2023-2024, third-round pick in 2023, and 2022, and a 2024 fourth-rounder. Okay. So much. Three firsts, two-thirds, and a fourth? And a sixth. Oh, my No, no, no. Three firsts, a fourth, and a sixth. Okay. Five picks total? Sorry, no, no. <laughs> three firsts. I was like, wait. A third, a fourth, and a sixth. Yeah, six picks. But still, three first so for the next three years if they don't trade them they from the browns two first round picks for the next three years yes but <laughs> that being considered the browns picks if deshaun watson is good and lures free agents and everything they're not gonna be great first round picks it's the same logic with the matthew stafford trade yeah we're giving up three first round picks but those picks don't mean anything yeah but they gave up one first round pick for stafford Okay, the not Jalen, the, three. Then the Jalen Ramsey. First round you guys picks. gave up two for Jalen Ramsey and one for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, was that so. two for Jalen? Yes, yeah, so they gave up two for Jalen Ramsey, and those Which picks. Right those picks mean nothing. That it, pick for those it picks was. are all thirty second in the first round. That's a second yeah. round pick. You know, it's not really a first round pick realistically. Um, so those picks, great. The Texans can start rebuilding. Maybe they can find a quarterback in the next few years. Kind of a deal. Um, Deshaun Watson gets a fresh start thing to me is the Browns gave him a $1 million deal first year. Everything's guaranteed. How much was it again? 100 and something? 200 and something? 230 million. 230 fully guaranteed. First year is $1 million. So even if he's suspended this year, he's only forfeiting a $1 million in salary. Which they did that 100% on purpose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. They said, we'll give you 230 and the most you'll lose is $1 million, And you'll still get 229 And he and was he like, oh. I'll take that. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> I'm buying a house in Cleveland tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, he did. 
I think this move and the the Browns said they did their due diligence. I'm sure they did not. <laughs> I'm sure they we did not. our own inside investigation on the on the, all the, the trials. The lawyer representing all of the, the women with their claims, he was like, he didn't reach out to us at all. And I'm like, well, right? Why would he? Why would they? Why would they reach out? <laughs> You're just gonna tell them, oh yeah, he did this because that's what you already said. Oh, 230 million. Oh yeah, it's gonna be he 25 million each to settle now. <laughs> that's what it would have been. So exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was like, of course they didn't reach out to you guys. They already know your side of the story. They already know what's going to happen. Doing their due diligence, I don't I don't see the point of them even making that statement for doing their due diligence. Right. They traded for the guy because they were like, even if he's suspended for a year. It's the NFL. They don't give a fuck about women. It's shitty, but they don't. Right? There's okay. a reason why Tyree yeah. Kill is still playing. There's a reason why Joe Mixon is still playing. There's a reason why Ray Rice got suspended for like, you know. Kareem like, Hunt's still playing. Yeah. Lewis. He played. Well, he murdered after someone, his but... murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah, yeah. If you're, but hey, if you're good, but enough, fucking Josh Gordon, dude, smoke some pot. Get yeah. him out of the league for three years. Every year after repeat, he smokes again, and they're like, Nah, you're out of here, bud. Uh, but no, exactly, I agree with you. Like they don't really care. So it's like, yeah, we understand that the league doesn't care. We don't fucking care. If he's out for a year, he's out for a year. We'll tell him you're only missing a million dollars of your salary. You'll be fine. We'll see you next season for forty million. You know, realistically, it's a $230 million deal for four years instead of five years. Yeah. So it's like, okay, sure. Why not take that fucking deal? So I don't, I, I think that, that the, the Browns got a lot better, obviously. I still think the Browns trash franchise for how they treated Baker Mayfield. Big trash I franchise. hope Baker Mayfield goes somewhere else. The, the number one team I'm hearing is Seattle. I think, again, worst case scenario, good bridge quarterback. Baker can come in and play Baker well. Baker goes up against the Rams and Niners. And oh, he defense. won't do well. <laughs> he won't do well. His, but his, his femur will be shattered. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is... Aaron Donald ACL, BCL, ACL. I don't fucking care. That motherfucker's torn in every <laughs> ligament in his knee. So if Baker can come in and be a good bridge quarterback for a year, you get a quarterback this year, Malik Willis, who can sit and play behind Baker. Maybe you get a quarterback next year. Whatever the Seahawks want to do with their draft picks, right? Um, Baker Mayfield would be a good fit there. I feel like he'd still have talent at wide receiver in Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. They still have decent old line, good running backs. The defense is kind of taking some hits, especially with the Bobby Wagner loss. And they lost KJ Wright last year. The defense is not the same. Um, so I don't think the Seahawks are going to be anywhere good next year, but Hey, maybe you get a bridge quarterback, go after it next year with a different quarterback. It makes kind you of. almost break even maybe essentially, you know, yeah. and they won't have to give up much for him. The, the Texans will, or the Browns will take a second round pick, third round pick for yeah, him. Probably a third point, round yeah. pick. If Matt Ryan went for a third, they can get Baker for a third, you know, yeah. especially with injury history. I think overall, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Deshaun going to the AFC North. I think it's a tougher division. I'm okay with him going there over the NFC South. He's surrounded by more talent. He can get more talent there. It's kind of a win for everybody. The Browns got, a, or the Texans got a lot of picks. A lot of picks. That. Could be good, could be bad. Kind of depends. They've got to use them right. Yeah. And, and so to, to kind of jump in on what you're talking about, the talent around him, they also signed wide receiver Amari Cooper, who I think will be a nice little dynamite piece for them. Donovan Peoples-Jones had a great year last year. Had a very good last year, and they still got the running back duo. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's been destroying anybody. With Deshaun Watson in an who auction can offense. scramble, that's what I'm saying, who's got legs that to me was one of the most deadly points because other than Amari Cooper and them franchise tagging Njoku, who do they have wide receiver? 
one. Landry hasn't been resigned yet. OBJ well, he's goes. He's gone. Jarvis Landry's gone from the Browns. He's won't. He won't come back. I don't think. Which I don't think so either. But OBJ I, I, said I, he's open to coming back though. He wouldn't play this year, but he he well, why not? Torn ACL. In the Super Bowl. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But he, how long is he gonna be out for? Probably around a year. ACL injuries are like at least a nine month injury. Well, that is tragic, and he's not going to get signed then at all. Like, who who's going to sign? Well, yeah, but the Rams are saying that they're actively trying to pursue re-signing OBJ and Aaron Donald. Well, that well that's the thing. So Aaron Donald, we've already re-signed him. Aaron Donald is talking about wanting more money because he deserves it. He wants to be probably the highest paid defensive player in in the league in the history of the NFL because he deserves it and he does deserve it. (laughs) <laughs> that dude's a fucking monster. He's he was a, a he was an all pro at three different positions. <laughs> he won, he <laughs> the won same the year. <laughs> like, he won the Super Bowl. It was like we would have three Aaron Donalds on the same defense if we could. Yeah. Like nose tackle D end, fuck it, throwing him at outside linebacker. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. Like <laughs> Um so yeah, he just he, he just wants more money and I just pray to God that we give it to him. Like I don't care what you we should. have to sacrifice. You already got the Super Bowl for him. Pay him. Yeah, he made plays in the Super Bowl to get you the ring. Yeah, pay the guy. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't let us down and at all in the he, playoffs. He actively made plays. Yeah, being double covered still when broke it mattered. Through. Yeah, yes. end of the game. Yes, that that third and fourth quarter, he was him and Von Miller were amazing. Yes, he was. He was the reason why we were able to get the ball back and continue to at least try to got that sack on fourth down. Yeah. It was Jalen Ramsey got toasted. To watch. Didn't matter because Aaron Donald made the play on Joe Burrow, so he couldn't even see it. Yeah, and that's what I said, dude. Like, when we did like, like like our little mini recap on the Super Bowl before you got back. Yeah, watching him be the fucking one to throw down Joe Burrow on that fourth down conversion, and just walk away and be like, "Hey, where the fuck's my give ring, me my dude? ring, dude?" He was phenomenal for you guys in that second half. Absolutely okay. devastating. Yeah. So continue. Um, well, no, no. I'm, now I'm, sure I'm just super, I just got a boner right now. Yeah, I know, I know, I, <laughs> I could just, tell. I'm just got The table boner. went up three inches on your side. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know. Um, no, so I'm, I'm hoping we resign him, and I hope we do resign at OBJ, but I hope we restructure it kind of like what we did with, with the Browns and with Deshaun Watson. Like, hey, we'll sign you to a, like a three-year, $40 million deal. Uh, we'll give you a one to two mil, five mil this year so that you can live. And yeah. he always doesn't need that to live. live. But you know yeah, what I mean? But I you know, know what I mean? It's going to be I worth know. it to OBJ. I know. So it's like, hey, you're, you're going to sit out, so we'll give you five mil this year, and then we'll backload your contract for these final two years. I would love to have OBJ still. Because you imagine that Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and OBJ, and then we have Van Jefferson, just as, as a, when we're running spread fucking offense with Matthew Stafford. That's fucking disgusting. So like, oh, 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 for a while. I'm defending yeah. Cup. Okay, wait, hold on. I got burnt by him. You, you got him. You got him. I got OBJ. Van Jefferson. Oh, God damn it. Like, wide open. Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that guy because yeah. everyone forgets about Van Jefferson. Yes. I, I, I think you guys are primed for a great year. Um, it, I, I just like the Deshaun Watson trade a lot. Um, it's huge. It's huge. It's it huge has, for the Browns. Has a major impact, like we were talking about, with all the different options for where the remaining receivers go. There's not very many. I think Mark Cooper's going to have a great year next year in Cleveland, depending on how many games Deshaun Watson plays. Yeah, It's going to depend on the civil cases. That's really what it comes down to, and that's why the Browns only said, or said, we'll, we'll pay you one mil next year so you don't have to forfeit as much. And then two years from now, you'll have Amari, 
You'll have Donovan Peoples-Jones, who will be a good receiver. Maybe they can draft another receiver. Maybe not this year. Maybe it's next year. Who knows? Maybe they can get another free agent, wide receiver. You'll have Njoku, who's a great running back or a great tight end that's young. You'll have the best running back duo in the NFL, period. Yep. You know, with a great offensive line. Maybe they commit more to the defensive side of the ball. They have Miles Garrett. They have Javian Clowney. Maybe commit more to the secondary. Maybe commit more at linebacker. I don't see how they don't go deep in the playoffs. Exactly. That's the thing. And the AFC just gets stronger or stays as strong, right? I talked about it weeks, months ago, yep. or like a month ago, with how tough the AFC was. And it just got tougher because one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC left and joined the AFC in Russell Wilson. Yep. As much as people want to shit on Russell Wilson's second half of the season, no, you know, he's still, he's he's still, still a talented fucking quarterback. Season, yeah. Yeah. yeah, still a talented fucking quarterback. The NFC just got fucking weaker. You know, the AFC yeah. got stronger. It's, it's really tough in the AFC. I think. Realistically, this is a side note, but I think realistically, the next like fifteen years are the AFCs, and there's gonna be a year or two or three, you know, whatever, where a team like the Eagles or a team, you know, like where it's like great run game, great defense, can get a ring. A team like the Rams can put it all together one year and get a ring, but for the most part, it's gonna be the AFC dominating because it's, they have all the good quarterbacks. It's gonna be like a uh, NBA. The West and the East. Yeah, where they where the West was Ooh. dominant for years. Exactly. And like the East, hey, they get they get when, in those when wins. When LeBron can get a ring, he can get a ring. But otherwise it's the Warriors, it's the Spurs, it's the Mavericks, you know, whatever. LeBron can get his ring here and there, whatever team he's on. But it's you know, Brady can get his ring maybe, but realistically it's gonna be Wilson or Mahomes or Herbert or Burrow or, you know, Josh the, Allen. The list, the list on. goes on. The list goes on. So yeah. it's gonna be tough. Um, okay, what's your next one that you want to talk about? Uh, okay, uh, Leo Collins to the Bengals. Uh, amazing signing. Amazing, huge. If if Collins can fix his off the field issues, um, as far as drug stuff and a bunch of other stuff, but well, it only, what's his drug stuff? Weed. I, I'm not sure. It's probably weed. It's probably weed, which is not even an issue in the NFL anymore. Okay, so what's an issue? My, it's probably meth. <laughs> my point is, it only makes the Bengals that much better. That's, they were a Super Bowl team last year. It's their only need. And like they, they shouldn't have been a Super Bowl team last year. I mean, which is completely fair. They shouldn't have. But they made an amazing run. And when it they, And they had a very real shot at winning that Super Bowl against the Rams. Yes, absolutely. They addressed their <laughs> biggest concern, right? They that, was, that, was, that was a very great Super Bowl. Dude, like, Aaron Donald goes out with a knee injury. That game's over. Bengals win. Bengals win. There's no doubt about it. He came alive so much in obviously the third, but the fourth quarter, most importantly, you take away the one piece. Well, that's why you signed. That's why. That's why. Bengals would have won. Well, that's why you have a guy like that on your team. He's an absolute fucking game changer. That's why. That's why the Rams need to resign him because he's a game changer. Like a lot of the times, maybe maybe you know this season he didn't have a whole lot of sacks, and maybe next season he only has like ten or twelve sacks. But it's not about his sacks; it's about his impact. Yeah. He impacts the game where he he calls a triple team, and then my outside linebacker who fucking was a fifth round pick gets a sack. Um, dude, no, yeah, specifically in the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, uh, what was his name? What the, the guy, guy that we, got like two sacks? In the yeah, it wasn't. Oh, uh, it, we we just it lost. It wasn't him. Von Miller. No, and it, it wasn't Aaron Donald. We it's not like number it was four. Number fifty. Yeah. No, it was number no, fifty. No, yeah. So we just lost him. I his name is really hard to pronounce. It's like Aronkoblu. Dude, he was wreaking <laughs> havoc. It's something weird. He was man. the one that was wreaking havoc. In it's the first something half. weird. I can't pronounce his last name. Ogbo Okoronkwo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah dude. And I the, didn't look it up. I just remember. <laughs> yeah. In the first half, he was the one wreaking havoc. Yeah. 
to where in the second half, the Bengals went, all right, guys, we got to stop him. And then they went, oh, we left Donald and Miller open, who came in repeatedly. <laughs> well, no, no, we didn't leave them open. We left them one-on-one, and they just fucking tore apart what, our guys. Which is leaving them guys open. One-on-one. Yeah. Which is leaving them open. Yeah. But let's just be real. That's fair. I think Lil Collins to the to the Brown, or to the uh, fucking Bengals. Sorry, too many B teams uh, that we've been talking about recently. But him to the Bengals makes the most sense. He was a great tackle for the Cowboys. The Cowboys had the best offensive line in football, arguably, but I think realistically it was the Cowboys for a while. Him going there makes the most sense. Take the chance, even if it's whatever with his his off the field issues, whatever you want to talk about. He's a great tackle. He's going to be a great pass protector for Joe Burrow. That's what he needs. It's not really the inside. When you talk about pass rushers, it's almost never the inside, right? Aaron Donald's a different case because he can play inside, outside, doesn't matter. Most of your pass rushers are on the outside. Yeah. So you need tackles that can protect your quarterback. And when you give up nine sacks in the AFC divisional round oh and seven Lord. sacks in the Super Bowl, you can't win games. So get tackles that can protect your quarterback and can give time for Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd to get open. To get those extra three Extra steps. second. Yeah. An extra second is five yards, you know? On a route, you Especially, know? Yeah. It's yeah. an extra cut on a route. It gets a guy open. Yeah. If Joe Burrow had an extra second on that la- on that fourth down, down Jamar Chase is wide open. He probably drops that in the bucket, but he doesn't because he doesn't have a good line. Whatever. You know, we talk that's why we talk about the impact Aaron Donald makes. I don't think one offensive line piece makes a difference against Aaron Donald on that play. But Leo Collins is a great a great first step. Draft another offensive lineman. Go get well, they also f- got Alex Kappa, Kappa from exactly. the Bucks. They make they made a couple good moves. They need to draft another offensive lineman. I don't think they need another corner. The I don't think they're going to be nasty. They're going to be nasty for a long time. That's the point with a lot of these young AFC teams: the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Bengals, like the Bills. They're so young. They're going to be good for a long time. They don't need to add pieces everywhere. Ups, it's just like we just need. To, where was our biggest? Weakness for the Chargers defense. Okay, we're getting a corner. We're getting D tackles. We're getting linebackers. We're getting everything we need for the Bengals. What's our biggest weakness? The offensive line. We're gonna get three offensive linemen. You know, for the Bills, we need a pass rusher. We're gonna get Von Miller. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's the best deal. You know, for him, but terrible. I thought it was a terrible deal. Here's the thing about the Von Miller deal is that it's very front loaded to where, like, if he retires, they're still gonna pay him like that one baseball contract. You know, Bobby Bonilla, Bonilla, Bonilla for the where he's yeah. still gonna yeah. get paid. So it's like, if, like he retires first, or Von Miller's still gonna get paid like two to four million a year from yeah. them. Where it's front loaded like twenty mil. Yeah, like, so the we'll first pay you right years. now, and if it's not gonna matter three years from now, we'll go get somebody else. But yeah. that's the point. It's like we're addressing the biggest needs that we have right now yeah the chiefs hey we're gonna lose Tyreek kill we got juju we'll probably draft another receiver whatever they're yep. addressing the needs they need right now bobby vanilla day july 1st um the mets still owe him 1.19 million a year until he's 72 yeah <laughs> um and that's what's gonna happen with aaron Rodgers. yeah honestly <laughs> just, just everyone prepare for that okay so that was the leo collins what's your next one my next one's gonna be Matt Ryan going to the Colts. I love this one, dude. I absolutely love it. Now the little bit of free agency because they got him for a third round pick. It's crazy. They, they a gave up. They gave up Carson Wentz for a second rounder, and got Matt Ryan for a third rounder. They Which, got better quarterback and a better draft pick. Yes and yes. So that's I agree one hundred percent. And what they need to do with this free agency, because they got him so cheap, 
I think they need to go out and get one more dynamite wide receiver. But they can't. There's no one left. Jarvis Landry? Sure. You know, but hey, hey, believe me. I love Jarvis Landry. We have Lazard. Okay. I love Jarvis Landry. I know about us needing to go get wide receivers and us waiting too late. The Colts are in that position. They can draft one, I feel like, maybe, depending. But T.Y., Jarvis Landry, Michael Pittman, that's a great wide receiver trio. They did lose Jack Doyle. See, where did Ty... Dude, I don't even see T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton's on, on the Colts still. I know, but I don't see him on here. Yeah, so it's going to be T.Y. Hilton. It'll be Michael Pittman. And Michael Pittman's a great young wide no, receiver. No, no, he's amazing. That's he's why I like him on year. there. I'm really pissed about fantasy that I was a year early on him. I'm really pissed about that. Because his rookie year, I was like, oh yeah, Michael Pittman. He didn't do anything his rookie year. His sophomore year, I was like, he didn't do anything his rookie year. And they went off his sophomore year. And I was like, fuck me. I was a year early on it. But if they can get like a Jarvis Landry, sure. Him opposite T.Y. with Michael Pittman. Maybe you throw... I don't even know who you throw in the slot there. Maybe T.Y. as a, still a number one wide receiver, but he's small, so he'll play in the slot. He'll still you know, have a great year, most likely. Okay, so by the way, T.Y. Hilton, this is why I'm not seeing him on the Colts roster. It's because he has not been re-signed yet. Um, Never re-signed he, him. he posted a tweet like 12 hours ago or something, and all it was was like five emojis all in a row of like a paper with a pencil signing it. Yeah. Um, and the GM said, we want to have TY back. Um, so you throw in again, great locker room T- guy too. Exactly. So you throw in TY Hilton, you throw in Pittman jr. Who's going to have that thing. Dude, Moali Cox. Good tight end. Yeah, but he's not a Jack Doyle, but he's, but good. I look at the stats. Dude, Moali Cox was like, Ranked like seventh overall in the tight ends last year, mm-hmm. so he produced fantastically. I'm talking about Matt Ryan going to the Colts, yeah. Um, but you throw him with Jonathan Taylor, you throw them with a, a defense that has that's, been dynamic. That's the thing. You get a solid quarterback who is consistent enough more than Carson Wentz. Consistency is key. Matt Ryan would have beat the Jags. Matt Ryan in week seventeen. Matt Ryan would have won them two playoff games probably. Because he's not, he's not a, a, a stellar guy. He's not going to make amazing throws. But if a guy's open, he's not missing him. If a guy's not open, he's not throwing the ball in the middle of the field for a pick. Yeah, there, there, there's a reason why. And, by the way, Matt Ryan had rumors Julio Jones to the Colts. With that chemistry, I wouldn't hate it. If Julio Jones, love it. If Julio gets there, last year I don't know if it was, I think it was maybe first year with a new team, new quarterback, kind of a deal, like, He's asked to be the number two guy on a team. He's always been the number one. I don't know what all played into it. Julio obviously had a much worse year last year than his entire career has been. If he can, Shocking. If he can get into Indy and regain his, you know, where he was, get back to where he was, opposite T.Y., opposite Michael Pittman, with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, especially in the AFC South, there's no corner in the AFC South that can cover Michael Pittman. What what are the three teams with the Colts? The Jags, the Texans, beat em, beat and em. the Titans. And beat them. Okay. Titans don't have any corners. It's just Derrick Henry. The only no, reason and, the Titans yeah, is because Colts. They... Yeah, Colts should have made it anyway. They should have beaten the Jags. But so we're talking specifically T.Y. Hilton. He's not on the roster because he hasn't been resigned yet. But he posted a meme or a tweet twelve hours ago of five emojis back to back, all pencil with a pencil or uh, paper with pencil. Right, so he's signing something, and the GM said, "Hey, we would love to have Ty back." So, we're talking about Matt Ryan with Jonathan Taylor, Ty Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr., possibly 
I Julio think I, Jones coming back. I, I think it makes him a Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender right now. Does that mean that I, I think completely gonna, agree? I don't think it makes him win the Super Bowl. I think I think there's a contender with Matt Ryan. I think that they yes. they have a chance to get there. If Deshaun Watson would have went to the Colts, I would have bet a hundred dollars right now that they're going to win the Super Bowl with all the talent they had. I would have I would have put that down hundred percent. But I thought them moving on from Carson Wentz for a third round pick. And then get, or no, sorry, second round pick. So they gained a second round pick and then got Matt Ryan for a third round pick. So they gained one better pick and they picked up Matt Ryan. I thought this was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I thought the Colts made out like bandits in this trade. Um, they got rid of Carson Wentz, who was, no one thinks he was the answer to their team. No. But they get Matt Ryan, who's consistent. Yeah, he blew a 28-3 lead. And I mean, you want to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, dude. If I if I if I'm a GM, yeah, I'm iffy about taking Matt Ryan. Yeah. However, he was consistent for like four years in a row, getting five thousand plus yards because him and Julio matched up so well together. The chemistry was phenomenal. So with Calvin Ridley, with Calvin Ridley. So the Colts taking Matt Ryan, absolutely loved it. I gave it an A plus for the for, for just for a the third Colts in general for just a third. Matt so Ryan okay, for a so third the point pick? we made Tim too was they gave up Carson Wentz for a second from the Commanders, which is a really I know, they good got pick. a second and then they got Matt Ryan for a third. It's just yes. like uh, it's I don't net know. positive. You got a better quarterback <laughs> and a better draft pick. Uh, no, it was it was it was stupid. They now have it, two seconds instead of a third. How well it worked out for them. Having two seconds instead of a third and you have a better quarterback all around. That's you better. May, yeah, that's, that's what's telling Tim. Now telling them. Colts made out like bandits easily in this whole offseason between that. So that is mine. Logan, what's your next one? Okay, my next one I want to talk about. Um, do you want to talk about Zaza? Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it. So Zadari Smith to the Vikings. Him opposite Daniel Hunter. They talked about it. Meet me at the quarterback. It's going to be tough. I think... It's going to be interesting when the Packers play the Vikings. I think overall, Daniel Hunter and Zaza are going to be a fantastic duo pass rushing. Um, it's not the same, but it's kind of similar to like a Joey Bosa and a Khalil Mack, not to that level, but maybe similar but to close. maybe similar to like a Max Crosby and a Chandler Jones. And it, dude, I I love Zaza. I love him on the team. His injuries is what fucked him last year, and it's probably why they didn't want to re-sign him and pay him money, especially with how Devondre played, especially with how fucking wasn't Rashawn Gary played. It's like, hey, do we need to pay Zaza? Gary played good. He, Gary played really good, and that's, I think that's what played into it. Is it's like, do we need to pay Zaza, or can we save some money and maybe try to go get someone else? It sucks when you also give up Devontae, but I think that was the thought process. Maybe we don't need to pay him. And, but letting him go to a division rival is tough. Well, I don't know. And that, that was my thing, dude, was like, I don't know. I felt like I couldn't get too mad because I was a big Brett Favre fan, right? Brett Favre is still my favorite player to probably ever play NFL. It's like him and like Troy Polamalu, right? Those are my two, my favorite, two, my, two of my favorite players in the NFL to have ever watched in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get mad at Brett Favre for going to the Vikings. Yeah. Right? Like, like Ryan hated Brett Favre for that. Me, I followed Brett Favre. I was like, hey, like, dude, like, I, fuck yeah, I'm still with you. Right? Yeah. One of the Vikings, 
He had the greatest career of his season. Or, uh, sorry. Greatest season of his career. Yeah. Fucking shit. Greatest season <laughs> of his career. And we're and then, several drinks in. At this point, I'm not holding you accountable. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And then his second season with Vikings was abysmal. But seeing Zaza, I mean, like going to a rival team, it's 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 hard to watch. It's tough. Because I go, sweet. Now he's going to be the one. To sack Aaron Rodgers. Shattering our O-line. And then getting the sack. A guy that's worked against your tackles for years in practice. Yeah. So it's like this guy knows us. He knows how we play. He knows the weaknesses of the O-line. Which, again, you know, it just comes down to talent. But Zaza is very talented. To me, it's interesting because the Vikings aren't a contender. So it's like if he was going to go to another team, it feels more personal than it does like... I want to have a bet. I want to be in a better situation. I want to make more money. It was like I want to play against my old team, because he could, he probably had offers from better teams, maybe a little bit less money, but for better teams to try to make an impact, you know. But I think it's the same thing with Brett Favre. He got disrespected. He, yeah, he pretty much got cut a, and said, "Hey, we're going with the young buck, Aaron Rodgers." So he said, "All right, fine. I'll, I'll play go. against you. I'll beat you two times a year." He goes, "Hey, I'm going to get a fat contract with the Vikings." Yeah. He goes, "I'm going to take them." And he had Percy Harvin in his rookie year. Yeah. And him and Percy Harvin had a chemistry that was fucking damn near Rodgers and Devontae. Mm-hmm. And they, it was everything that he threw in the air, Percy Harvin was there. And I think 100% it was just a lot of disrespect of, all right, fine. You want to move on for me? And I'm going to fucking whoop your ass when we meet together. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Zaza, I'll let you go into more stats or whatever you had to talk about it. But um, very upsetting. I really wanted... Zaza to stay with us. Um, when he was healthy, he was wreaking havoc. Um, so the fact that we let him go... That just, back injury really fucked him all season. It, it did, dude. But again, it just goes to the fucking Packers offseason to where I hate everything they pretty much do except the Robert Tanyan signing. I And even then, he, he's coming off of injury, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. But all of our offseason... like a major injury, too. Yeah, major injury. And we haven't, we haven't re-signed MVS... We haven't re-signed St. Brown. Right now, all we have is Lazard and Tommy. And and where you guys are drafting, I don't know what wide receivers will be left. 22nd and... We're like 29. 29. 22 right? and yeah. 29, and I don't know what wide receivers will be left at that point. That's that's the toughest thing, is it's like, this is a very loaded wide receiver class, but the best receiver I've seen you guys getting is Jahan Dotson, who is... A really good receiver, don't get me wrong, but he's not a Chris Olave. He's not a Garrett Wilson. He's not a Jamison Williams. So I saw a mock draft where we picked up Jamison uh, Williams in the 29th pick. I don't think he slips that far. I don't far. think he slips that far either. So I'm hoping we still get somebody dynamic with the 22nd. The only way he would slip that far is if teams think about his torn ACL and they think it's going to affect him long term, which it could. I'm not going to say it won't. Guys have recovered from ACL tears. They haven't recovered from ACL tears. It's a 50-50 gamble, I feel like, at this point, right? You get a Derrick Rose or you get, you know, uh, uh, Adrian Peterson, you know? So you can get a guy that his whole career is not the same after that injury, or you get a guy that the year after can produce the most fucking yards in the NFL. So in Daniel Jeremiah's 2022 NFL mock draft, he's got us taking Chris Olave in the 22nd overall pick. And he's got us taking Jahan Dotson in the 28th overall. If you can get Chris Olave and Jahan Dotson, that's an amazing draft for you guys. That's but an amazing gonna, draft. We're going to fucking pick a corner and a linebacker. 
Yeah, just, you, you guys are going to pick a full I think you guys will go O-line. I think you'll go O-line and, yeah. <laughs> you go O-line and, like, a linebacker. Realistically, I think that's what happens. You go O-line oh, with a 22. Oh, oh fucking shit. My It'll son. be a great live stream. We are going to live stream the first round of the NFL yeah. draft, April 29th. Tanner still mentions how much he loves the fact of how my face dropped when we took Eric Stokes. Yes. And, hey, don't get me wrong. I love Stokes. He's a great pick. He was that's, that's that's not what I wanted. I know, but he is a great pick opposite Jair. You did sign Razul Douglas, so I mean, it kind of is like a, you know, how great. I loved was, him, but. How great was that pick when you already have two good corners? Yeah. Um, despite Eric Stokes playing fantastic, but I'm, we'll get to the NF, to the NFL draft when it happens. Um, hopefully, it'll be a much bigger event. We'll have more people here. We'll have more fans from different teams around to have more reactions to everything. Um, but regardless. I, I am with you. I, I think the Zaza going to the to the Vikings is tough. It's just tough to see. Whenever you have one of your top players from a year or two ago go to a division rival, it feels personal. It feels like it's not about money. It's not about going to a better team. Because you know they were offered. Yes. You know, money from you other know he got offered more money somewhere else. So we'll have to see what happens there. Okay. Uh, my next one that I have, uh, I'm just going to throw, oh, I, that was my last one actually. Tim, do you have any more? Nope. Okay. Kyle, you have any more? I mean, I got, I got more, but nothing of significance. Hey, I don't have anything of significance, but, uh, Jameis to the Saints. Love <laughs> to see it. I love it, dude. And well, they needed somebody. They needed a yeah, quarterback. They're, they're going to go every other. So let's say he wins his They first will go one, nine and going... eight or eight and nine. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That, that'd be good for them. Also... My boy, Mario to the Falcons. So maybe no, maybe the worst situation no. possible. <laughs> He's gonna look potentially. Like dog shit. He will. No, He's gonna look like that's dog what shit. I was, okay, I'll sell my buddy. At that's what I, I was sad to see him go to the Falcons. I'm glad he got a starting job though. Okay, so the the guy that I no hand the ball to Cordell Patterson a lot. The guy I'm buddies <laughs> with or pass to. The guy I'm buddies with at the dog park. Right, he's a diehard Detroit Lions fan, and we were talking about all this. And that was that was the thing where I was like, dude, I was like, I love that Mariota got signed because I think he has a lot of potential. But I am so goddamn upset that he went to a team that has nothing. He has nothing. They'll either draft a wide receiver or they'll draft a quarterback this year. Probably. I was just like Mariota, dude. Like, I mean, I mean, no, it probably wasn't. Well, no, he was free agent, right? He was free agent. Yeah, so it was his choice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I would have rather seen him go. Anywhere else, pretty much. I think the thing is, other he, than the Falcons, he probably thought to himself, "I can sign another two or three year deal to be a backup somewhere. I can sign a two year deal, have a year to start. If they want to move on, I can try to prove myself in a year with limited resources, do the best I can, show that I'm still a decent quarterback, try to win a better backup job on a better team with a better contract." Or I can try to win a starting job somewhere else as opposed to I can continue to be a backup and get paid not as much as I could and just never get to see the field. Well, don't get me wrong, dude. I don't know what was offered. I don't know anything about it with the Seahawks. But I would have loved to have seen Mariota go to the Seahawks. I think they're waiting on Baker to try to trade trade for him for almost nothing. Probably. Because of how much the Browns had God to give up. It. They'll probably take a third for Baker. I think Mariota has so, has so much potential. I think he does too. And I now also, it's going to get shit down the fucking sink again. He'll throw, the ball, like to, the, he'll throw the ball to Kyle Pitts a lot. He'll run a lot of read options with Cordell Patterson. I hope that Arthur Smith 
is able to run a good offense with him. Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator when Marcus Mariota was on the Titans, you know, kind of a deal. Like there's still that chemistry. Maybe he can install a system where it's more read option, where it's, Hey, we don't have a lot of weapons at wide receiver. Let's focus more on the run game. Let's focus more on screens. Let's get some RPOs in there. Kind of a deal. I think there's more potential with the Titans. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think there's better teams, obviously, he could have signed with, but it would have been a backup role. I don't think he would have yeah. gotten a starting job somewhere. I don't think he gets this. I think the, the Seahawks are like, we could, have signed, we could have signed Marcus Mariota, or we could trade for Baker for not a great draft pick. I think Baker has proven himself to be a better quarterback in the NFL than Marcus has, as much as I love Marcus Mariota. Granted, Baker Mayfield has had more weapons than Marcus has. He's proven himself to be a better quarterback in the NFL. Rather go with Baker than sign Marcus Mariota, kind of a deal. Um, if Marcus can prove himself in Atlanta, I'd be so much, I would be so happy to see that. I'd be more than thrilled to see him have a great year in Atlanta, and then either stick with him or say, "Hey, he had a really good year. Maybe we can get something in in draft picks for him and go draft another quarterback." And he's not the guy for the future, but he did good enough now to be a bridge quarterback. You know, whatever. I, I'm happy that he went. I'm, I'm happy that he got signed somewhere as a starter. Yeah, is my okay. A uh, couple notes real fast because do you have anything else? Nope. All right, couple notes real quick. To just touch up on um, Raiders. I think they did very good in this offseason with Devontae Adams. Yes, they signed Max Crosby to a four year deal. They got Chandler Jones. They got Veron Butler. I mean, they they got a lot of people that I think are really going to make the Raiders a more dynamic team. Well rounded. AFC West man. Chargers. The one spot we didn't talk about, which I said during the free agency, is I hope you guys get some more defensive players. But you guys got Joseph Day. You guys got you guys got Cleo Mack. You guys Jason got Jason Jackson. Jackson. But the one position I said you guys really needed to focus on too was tight end, and you guys got Gerald Everett, Everett yeah. which I absolutely love. I think he was great with the Giants, Veteran and that tight was end. with no fucking quarterback. He's able to go deep. He's able to get the fucking open. What? He wasn't ever on the Giants. He was drafted by the Rams. The Seahawks. God damn it. Seahawks. <laughs> Fuck. My bad. Anyway, I was thinking of uh, who was the one that... Who's Evan the Ingram. Ingram. There we go. My bad. Who's but Gerald Everett. But Gerald Everett, I think he's going to be absolutely dynamic on your guys' team. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least... Oh, Him with Jared Cook. That's we, two veteran tight ends. We didn't talk about it. Uh, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Oh, we did not talk about that. I personally... Don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Oh, I think it's going to make a huge I difference. I think it will make a huge difference because the Broncos played as a different team with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Let alone you get Russell Wilson in there with Cortland Sutton, with Jerry Judy, with uh, who's the tight end or the wide receiver they have from Penn State. I forget his name. I'm not sure. They have another great great wide, uh, wide receiver out of Penn State. They have Noah F- oh, No, sorry. No, no. I feel traded, bad for Noah Fan. They Don't, traded Noah Fan. Yeah, Noah Fan I feel bad for. But they have that kid with like the third... 35 letter last name. I don't remember. I don't remember his last name, but it's a long last name. Yeah, um, but he's no really big. Gerald Everett was a free agent. Maybe they get another weapon. You know, they have Bradley Chubb on defense. They got um, Patrick Sertan at corner. They have Justin Simmons at safety. They have like key pieces everywhere. But it's the toughest division in the NFL. Uh, and again, I've said this in past episodes. Russell Wilson, I do think he's a great quarterback, but I do also think he was a huge reason. As to why the Seahawks were losing so many games, right? I think the more more uh, 
what's the word? More blame should have been put on Russell Wilson for the losses the Seahawks had had because he had two dynamite wide receivers between yes. uh, DK Metcalf Tyler and, Lockett. Uh, and Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. And he wasn't able underrated. to produce. Tyler Lockett's underrated. He is, and he wasn't able to produce. So, Broncos, I mean, I think Seahawks made out like bandits as long as they're able to solidify that they can, role. And if they can make good picks with those draft picks. Exactly. If they fuck up the draft, If, if they fuck it that. up, then they fucked it up. But the Broncos, I think they made a great choice. Um, or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I think the Russell Wilson the to the Broncos the was Seahawks a little bit of an overrated trade. Yes, but the Seahawks, in, you're, in your opinion, the Seahawks... Made, made out like bandits, yes. yes. And I think the Broncos, they got a very hyped-up quarterback, which I think he's good. I also but think, I think he caves under pressure. It's really hard to hate Russell Wilson because of, or it's really easy to hate Russell Wilson because off the field, he's like this, I'm a very straight-edge guy. Like, I do everything the right way. And it's yeah, like, fuck you, dude. I he hate ain't, you. He ain't <laughs> drinking no two fucking bag and boxes of twisted tea. <laughs> fuck no, dude. Fuck Easily, that guy. He's not, yeah. And, he, and like, he posted a video of him throwing one deep ball to Cortland Sutton on his own field, his R3 field. Yeah, it was like, wow. Team 3 field. And it's like, sure, dude. Wow. How many, I don't know how many times it took you to make that throw. And even on that throw, Cortland Sutton had to, like, lay out for it. That was literally just for his TikTok. And it's like... Sure, and I I'm sh- I know Russell Wilson is a really great quarterback. I know how amazing he is at avoiding sacks, yeah. but when he has to avoid Chandler Jones, Max Crosby two times a season, and Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa two times a season. He's going to get destroyed. And what's the other team in our division? The oh. Chiefs, uh, Frank Clark and Chris Jones two times a season. It gets a lot tougher. Yeah. I know you guys have Aaron Donald and Von Miller last season. outside, And, and then it was Joey Bosa and or Nick Bosa. And, you know, the rest of the Niners' defensive line. But it's just a lot tougher, I feel like, in the AFC this offseason. Yeah. After all the moves. Yeah. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. Or season, I should say. I don't hate the Russell Wilson trade to the Broncos. I think the Broncos made the move they felt they needed to, which was when we have a decent quarterback, we can win games. When they started Teddy Bridgewater, they beat the shit out of the the Chargers. Yeah. They beat the shit out of us when they started Teddy Bridgewater. And then they started Drew Locke. And we toasted them it was not even close when we played them with drew lock yeah so they said maybe we just need a consistently good quarterback which i think russell wilson can be with Cortland sutton with jerry judy with i hate that i can't remember the third receiver he went to penn state i know that much patrick nope i don't remember oh tim patrick's also a good receiver um i'm gonna look up the broncos roster really quick because i hate that i can't remember who that third receiver is um, they also have some good uh, running backs and obviously a good um, defensive line with, with Bradley Chubb. I am trying to remember who this fucking... K.J. Hamler. There we go. I've never even heard of this K.J. Hamler is a pretty decent slot receiver. He's okay. not amazing, but he's better slot... He's It's a better trio, I think, than what the Seahawks had. D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, significantly better than... Um, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Yes, but Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy... And KJ Hamler is a better three three like trio. Well, because the Seahawks didn't have that third guy. Exactly, they don't have a third guy. They didn't have a tight end either, really. No. Um, maybe the Broncos can sign another you know tight end kind of a deal, and they have a better running game. Yeah. I think they have like Javante Williams is a really good running back. Um, so we'll see. It'll be a very interesting NFL regular season. AFC West is going to be fucking impossible. AFC North is going to be very difficult. I think the NFC West got a lot easier for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, the NFC is just kind of like the Rams and the 
bucks, and I feel like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of it at this point. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting season. Um. But yeah, that's it for NFL offseason moves, trades, free agency signings. Unless you have anything else, Kyle. No. Tim's been done for a while. <laughs> He's like, guys, shut the fuck up, dude. Let's move on. Uh, All right, booms yeah. and busts. I got two and two. I have, I don't know. I've got three booms, one bust. I have one and three. Oh my goodness! Wow, look at that's good. Eh? Yes. All right, hit you, hit us with your first boom, Cal. All right, dude. My first boom is gonna be Ben Askren. Uh, not a boom that I thought I'd ever why? have. Why? Yeah. Why? Um, he said that Masvidal is an idiot. <laughs> um, he had 25 minutes to punch Colby legally, yet is now facing a felony for attacking him. Listen, um, pretty Masvidal. much came and said, hey, I know you need me in the face, dude. I know you need me in the face. It's a fluke. It is what it is. I'm going to try and move past that. But you're a bitch, bro. You had 25 minutes to try and fuck up Colby, and you didn't. Um, whether you were scared or you literally physically couldn't. So you took it to street fighting because you are, uh, what, street Jesus. Okay, so uh, fuck you, you're an idiot. And now you're facing legal charges. First, first that's, boom, dude. That's Ask pretty me. fair. I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, I agree. 25 minutes to legally fuck somebody up and then you have to do it when... He also, like, jumped Kobe, right? Kobe was like, I didn't even know he was fucking here. How no, did he know where I no, was? No, yeah, dude, it was, like, multiple people. I think Kobe even, like, said that after it, he ran away because he was like, how did he know where I was? Um, I remember seeing this quote from Kobe. Oh, God, guys, bear with me. My phone is frozen. So you can just move on. I'll okay. Touch, I'll touch up on What's it. your first boom? Uh, Kyle and Amanda. Hmm. Oh, dude, let's go. Yeah, dude. Power uh, that lemonade. Uh, the lavender lemonade? Vodka. Dude, that shit was <laughs> that fire, was bro. so good. That dude. shit was fire. <laughs> it was so good. I don't good. know if you like lavender. I've had Amanda's lavender lemonade sans the vodka. Okay, but I, like this one was next level. <laughs> it okay. was I remember nuts. one of like the first weeks that I worked with Kyle, he just brought lavender lemonade, and I'm like, I've never heard of Amanda before in my life. Oh, you know what? No, that was actually a dynamite batch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a dynamite batch. And he, brought, he was like, bringing that to like, oh, try this. And I was like, yo, this is fucking fire. No, dude, it was, it was so good. So and I, I, was like, I, was vodka, like, I was like, your, your girlfriend slash fiance at the time yep. made this. I was like, this is amazing. So I imagine at this point, Throw in some vodka. I'm sorry, I missed out. It was killer. Um, it was it was deadly. Um, real so real, real fast, just touch him on uh, Colby. Um, this was their Colby and uh, Masvidal fight, actual legal UFC fight. Yes. Um, remember when Masvidal dropped Colby? Yeah. All right, he caught him with like a fucking right hook or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Colby Colby came out after and said, "I wasn't dropped. I just took a knee for the first responders." Oh man! Absolute beast of a man. No, right? I love, I love Kobe. He went no, no, no. Fuck Masvidal. He didn't drop me, dude. That was for the first responders. All right, uh, the best cover up I've ever seen in my entire life. That was probably the worst cover. It's a ever great response. No, that's the best one I've ever seen. Response. All right, what's your second boom? Uh, second boom, dude. NFL free agency. Um, at least in my lifetime, from when I've been following sports, I've never seen an NFL free agency like this. Between the trades or just free agency signings, everything has been dynamite and has constantly had me going, what the fuck just happened? 
Um, this is a great time to be an NFL fan like ourselves. Um, and we don't usually see this, dude. This is more of like an NBA type of free agency that's going on right now. Yeah, with like the dynamite big players. players there are so moving many. all around. Because, like, from our generations, dude, the same players play on the same team for their whole fucking lives, yeah. goddamn near. And even with the NBA, it's like three, maybe four guys that yeah, change teams yep. that it's like, whoa. LeBron went to the Lakers, KD went to the Warriors, KD went to the Nets, you know, whatever. This year, it's like, whoa, this quarterback got traded, this quarterback got traded, this quarterback got traded, this receiver went to a different team, this pass rusher went to a different team. Like, what is happening this offseason? It's crazy. Every day, I'm looking at my phone, seeing updates going, what the fuck? Like, Tyreek Hill today absolutely blew my mind. Out of no, I saw the notification, it was like, yeah, he's uh, requesting a trade, and the front runners are the Jets and the Dolphins, and I was like... I feel like this is a trade that just falls through because the Chiefs are like, there's no way you can give us enough for Tyreek Hill. But then as it unfolds in the next hour, it took an hour for everything to happen. And it's like, oh yeah, he doesn't want to play for the Chiefs. He'd rather play for the Dolphins or the Jets. And it's like, why does that make any sense? And then he gets traded for a first round pick, a second round pick, and a couple other picks. And it's like, okay. And then he signs the same extension he would have signed with the Chiefs. And it's like, what is happening? Devontae doesn't want to re-sign with the Packers. He wants to play with Derek Carr. It's like, what is happening? This yeah, because offseason? because the Packers are going to pay him the more. Same exact thing. They're going to pay him more. They are definitely more, but that's because of tax reasons. Yes, that's fair. But right? but still, it's like he would rather play with Derek Carr and with the Raiders. Fresno State. Dude, yeah, and I get back. it. I get it. But it's like guys are prioritizing relationships and chemistry and, and money. Not even money. They're not prioritizing money. They'd rather take less money to go play with the Raiders than they would to pay to play with a better quarterback on a better team. So it's less money with the Raiders, but there's no sales tax. There's no state tax in uh, Nevada. So maybe it's a little bit more. So they brought up like because I think not, Wisconsin is like seven percent. But it's not a significant like amount more. We gotta think seven percent of what a hundred and fifty million. That's, all, that's, that's, I, that's I, a lot. Yeah, of it's probably a couple million extra. But over the grand scheme of things, when you included. Um, sponsorships and you know whatever. Realistically, it's I, I not. Know. You're right. But I, I the point is, it's it's like he he took he took less a little bit less money, maybe a little bit so more he could money play with Derek Carr. to play with Derek Carr in a tougher division. Over playing with Aaron Rodgers, a not arguable better quarterback than Derek Carr, in an yeah. easier division. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Is they he prioritized personal relationships. And personal happiness, probably. I don't care if I make a million or two less. Well, dude, I think he more. was fed up with the drama of Aaron Rodgers, too. I, yeah, and with the team. I think he general. loved Aaron, but he went, dude, this is getting too much, dude. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he decided last year, too, because this was his second year being franchise tagged. And it was like, if you can't commit to me now, after I've been the best receiver for the last two years, and you're still saying, give us another year and we'll commit to you, when are you going to commit to me? Yep. I'm the best receiver in the NFL. I also saw some fucking dumb shit power rankings that had him as the fourth best receiver in the NFL, and I was like, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. There's only two that would be debatable, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think it's really that close. I think Devontae... uh, I think it's Devontae He runs the best routes. Tyreek has the best impact. Devontae is the best receiver. Yep. I agree with that. Like we said earlier. Oh, yeah. My first boom. Oh wait, 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 wait! Because he has one more, one more, and I have one more. So I've let let three okay. booms, one bust. Yeah. So let's go with me, him, then you with your first boom, and then you with your first bust, first bust okay. and then I'll hit my second okay, bust, go. and then we'll hit Kyle with his last bust at the cool. very end. Go. Uh, my second boom is left feet. 
just the left suck. foot. So sure, well, yeah, but they're booming right now. I'm oh, left footed, dude. So I take personal attack to this. No. <laughs> he said booming, booming. First oh, dude, fuck second. yeah, Boom. baby. Left foot, yeah, left foot, baby. Yeah, um, because in Miami. Some dude robbed his shoe store and only stole left shoes. Just took them all off the rack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Uh, Someone with a size 11 foot coming in like, we don't have any uh, left feet for this shoe. And he's like, bro, this is the only place I can get my shoes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, left feet, you're booming because somebody is out there just picking off left shoes. Left and right. So... Uh, Watch out for your left shoes. I got these Jordan Concords, size 11 and a half. Only left foot, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, half price. (laughs) $60, not $120. (laughs) It's like, you know what? That's that's not a bad deal. (laughs) I can get the right shoe for $55. (laughs) At the store that you stole it from. (laughs) So, it goes into a footlocker. I only need the right one. (laughs) Like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Are you in connection with the left shoe bandit? Maybe. (laughs) All right, Kyle. What's your uh, last boom? Left shoe bandit. Uh, my last boom is gonna be Drake. Uh, Drake donated one million dollars to LeBron's I Promise a School Foundation. LeBron doesn't need help. Uh, no, and neither does it matter. And Drake dude. one million is not a lot. Hey, That's hey, one song. Hey, <laughs> hey, dude, one mil is a lot more than I can donate. One more, one mil is more than I'll make in my lifetime, probably. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, so sad, though, dude. It I th- really. I, I think you have I, great potential. I wish I could be like Drake. I wish. No, 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 no. You'll never be Drake. Never we be. could release a rap song. It would be so bad. We're three. <laughs> Dude, I used to do like slam poetry senior year. I can almost some fire in your Ooh, ass, TikTok idea. We do some slam poetry somewhere. And then we TikTok it. We're going to go viral getting roasted before we go viral. Exactly. For bad publicity is good publicity. How many times have I got to say this? All right? <laughs> I don't care what we get publicized no, for. Well, all you have to do is just come pick us up and take us places to go do things. We'll do them. Even if we don't want to, we'll do them. Yeah, you have all these ideas, but you I'm just... I'm the you, one with, like, the tightest schedule. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Because you have too many people in your life. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Logan. Me and I Logan, have one person. Yeah, in my we life. have Brittany and Jesse, and then we're just kind of like, what are you guys doing this weekend? Like, nothing. <laughs> Maybe have, I'm golfing. I have so much going on. Kyle's <laughs> like, I got a fucking... Murder mystery party. And I'm like, dude, I gotta watch college basketball. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm, I've got, I've got bogey feet. Dude, I'm gonna have I gotta feed bogey at six, Kyle. <laughs> Other than that, I am free. All right, so my first boom, yeah. my only boom, uh, is Lauren Jensen. Uh, Lauren Jensen, college basketball transfer from Iowa University to Creighton University. Hit the game-winning three-pointer for Creighton against Iowa in the you round of 32, I believe. You hit Logan's yeah, mine's getting a little low. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but shout out to Lauren Jensen. Transfers two point six gallons. <laughs> <laughs> and I only gave Kyle like two last. Twenty eight tees. So. Lauren Jensen transfers from Iowa to yes. Creighton and hits the game Next step is 36. Guys, <laughs> oh I'm picking up 36. God, guys. <laughs> okay. okay. So Lauren Jensen transfers from Iowa to Creighton, hits the game-winning three-pointer in the NCAA tournament against Iowa to upset them and move on to the next round. Shout-out to Lauren Jensen. Transferring, taking your shot, proving I'm better than what this team thinks I am. I'm going to move on. I'm going to hit the game-winner against you. You're booming. Huge. Yes. What's your first bust? My first bust? Golf. Oh. 
Yeah. I'm hurting. A <laughs> uh, uh, little uh, side note on golf here. I booked a tea time for tomorrow for myself. Okay. Hey. Shot by yourself? Shot. Yeah, dude. What time? Get some work in. Like 8.30 in the morning. Guess where I'm playing? The green. Watch out. Wolfron, man. Ah. Wolf? I'm going to go tackle Wolfron by myself. You want to play by yourself? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll call out to one. <laughs> well, booking on golf now, dude. There, there was uh, it was one to one to four golfers available, and I booked it for one. At eight thirty. Yep. <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna call out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my my first bust is golf, but not for the reasons you think. Okay. It's not about really the game itself, but more about the availability. Uh, so. Every weekend. N- n- no. Because uh, the U.S. Open has committed to Oakland Hills for a location for the U.S. Open to host it in the years 2034 yeah. and 2051. Yep. That is 29 years, or 19 years from now, 29 years from now. Um, that's 30 years in the future. Every major is like that. They also, Oakland Hills Golf Course, just had a fire. <laughs> so they said 30 it's, years from now it's gonna be so fresh 30 years from now this is so green dude. have you ever Logan have you ever hit a fresh bluegrass dude oh my god dude, it's a fresh, fresh late bluegrass dude oh my god dude so I'm gonna say bust to golf because <laughs> most sports even the Olympics it's like 8 years maybe 12 years out we're going to commit to a location 12 years from now. I do hate that about golf. Committing 30 years 30 from now. 30 years, dude. That is, that is, like, even college football. They we can commit. get hit with a hypersonic nuke from Russia by then. Yeah. Even college football, it's like, we're committing to a home and home 12 years from now. And people are like, 12 years from now, you're going to play New Mexico State home and home in Alabama. That's kind of dumb. Committing to that 12 years from now. Golf, it's like, 30 years from now, we're going to be playing this open in May well, I don't know when the U.S. Open is, but, you know, like in this month, 2051. And it's uh, like... That sounds right, right? May? I think it's June. June? Oh, I was so close. I don't even <laughs> One month, dude. June. But still, it's like, we're going to be playing middle of June in Oakland 30 years from now. Yeah, and it's and, like... And all, and all give me like that. With, That's except wild. for the Masters, obviously. Climate change, give me the weather predictions 30 years from now in Oakland, California. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I, I just think I it's too far to commit. That's why they're my bust. Not golf as a whole. Just for how they book their tournaments. So. Okay. Uh, my first bust is women who don't fart. That's stupid. Super dumb. You right? know what's unhealthy? Well, here's my thing. So uh, the 27-year-old Brazilian singer Poca, P-O-C-A-H. Haven't looked her up yet. Go ahead and look her up. P-O-C-A-H. She's that's that's not of, even a word. Poca. <laughs> She's kind of well, a baddie. What's an artist name? So, you know, She's kind of, like kind of a baddie. Um, but I, she was, I looked at Paca. She was P- recently... Paca. Hospitalized because of severe stomach pains. She woke up at 5.30 a.m. with extreme stomach pains and rushed to the hospital. The medical staff did some tests and the diagnosis trapped farts. She used to be embarrassed to butt blast in front of her boyfriend. Not anymore. She learned her lesson. See, okay, I was listening to a podcast with Brittany and this girl was like, yeah, I've been in a relationship with my uh, boyfriend for three years. I've still never farted in front of him. And it's like, Three years? What do you do? Go to the you're, bathroom? Like, hey, you're hiding more shit than farts. 
Yeah. You're hiding something more than farts if you haven't farted in front of them in three years. Hey, so I'm just going to go out and expose this. Me and Amanda, almost 10 years, I've never heard her fart in front of me. That's crazy. I fart in front of Brittany and Brittany farts in front of me yeah. on the daily. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. I... No, we'll be laying in bed and, or, or just sitting on the couch and, and I'll just hear something like, you fart? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, nice. Dude, I can't control if I fart in my sleep either. Brittany's like, do you oh. snore and fart in your sleep all the time? And I'm like, Pfft. Dude, I'm not surprised. It's a constant get over it. for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get over it. So I'm like, I'm like, Brittany farts, and I'm like, whatever. That's a natural bodily function. Well, you've never farted in front of Amanda? No, oh, Amanda's oh, never farted time. in front of him. Oh, okay. She Do you goes, think Kyle's never farted in front of him? On the average, she goes, you are disgusting. That's what she tells me. Because how often I fart. And they are rancid. <laughs> if you're, all right, they are rancid. Depending on how long you've been in a relationship, you and Amanda have been together too long for Kona to fart in front of you guys more than Amanda farts in front of you guys. Okay, Kona, dude. Oh, Amanda, Amanda yeah. needs to fart. And that's Kona's what, are bad. That's bro. what I'm saying though. But she probably only farts like four or five times a day. Dude, no, no. The thing is, Kona probably farts, and then Amanda probably lets one squeak after, and then you're getting a mix of both farts. Oh man, <laughs> hey, I don't doubt it. At even and Amanda's the like, whoa, Kona, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, no. You hey, got hey, double teamed by the pace. Hey, she's pulling me when we had Rocky. I'd be like, oh, Rocky, dude, what the hell is that? And then after seven years, eight years, we got Kona, and now I think she's doing the same thing. Yeah. I think it's like, is. she's like, oh, Kona, dude, what the fuck? And I'm like, hey, that smells. All right, normal, like but you blame it on somebody else. Logan, what's your second bus? My second bus is the NBA for the yeah, playing yeah. tournament. Okay. Yeah, my, my second bus is the NBA for the playing tournament. Okay. It, 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 was, it was like this last year, so what's the new It thing? was like this last year, but so let's talk about the, the East, right? The Eastern Conference right now, the teams in the play-in are six and a half games back from first place. It's nine games back, ten games back, eleven games back from first place. That's reasonable. The next team is the Knicks outside of... Back from 95% down to ten. Okay. That's also Boca. So, okay. Nice. Kyle, Kyle's looking up gifts of Brazilian <laughs> singers. Um, the wow. next team in the East is the Knicks. The Knicks, the Knicks are 16 games back of first place. They're five games back of the play-in. Makes sense. Have those 10 teams, right? You have one through six that are in already. That's a ginger for some reason. <laughs> so the, the top six Shirley teams. Temple. The top, the top six teams in the East. I'm done. <laughs> the sixth seed is the Cavs at five and a half games back of first, right? Okay. Makes sense. Have the 10 seed, 11 games back. That's reasonable. That's understandable. That's fair. Six and a half to 11 games. Have those teams compete for that six and, or the seven and eight spot. Understandable. In the West, seven seed right now is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 17 and a half games back of first place. Okay. Jesus. Eighth seed is the Clippers at 23 and a half games back <laughs> of first place. Yeah. The 10 seed right now is the Pelicans, who are going to get into the play-in at 28 and a half games back of first place. It's dumb. That is a third of the season. <laughs> oh, my God. If they played a third of the season less than the Suns, they'd still have a worse record. Also, they're 11, or 11 games back of the 7 seed. Why do the Timberwolves have to play in a play-in tournament with a team that's 11 games back of them? Because the NBA is stupid. It's stupid. They might lose. I'm okay. <laughs> they, they might. They, they won't. might lose. They dude. won't lose to the. They won't lose to the Pelicans. The Timberwolves won't lose to the Pelicans, but the fact that you're making them play an extra game or two 
against a team that shouldn't even be in the playoff consideration is absurd. In the East, I understand. It's reasonable. Six and a half games, 11 and a half games. The East is a tighter conference. Hey, give those teams at nine and 10 a shot, right? Maybe they had some injuries that affected some games. That's okay. A team that's 28 and a half games back of first place, a team that's 11 games back of the seven seed, that the Timberwolves shouldn't even be involved. Have the Clippers play the winner of the Lakers Pelicans. Sure. That's fine. Why are we throwing the Timberwolves into this? That makes no fucking sense. The Timberwolves are one and a half games out of being safe from the play-in tournament, but they're 11 games away from the team in the 10th seed, and they're going to have to play them. And if they lose, that 10th seed gets in? How does that make any fucking sense? Yeah. Makes zero fucking sense. It's exciting. It's exciting, but it's also unfair to the teams that are that are, that are way better, right? The Timberwolves have a good young core. They're trying to get better. The Pelicans are missing their best player. Where do the Lakers sit? The Lakers are at the nine seed at 27 and a half games back. The Lakers and the Pelicans should be playing each other for the right to play the Clippers for the eight seed. Yeah. That's fine. But the Timberwolves should just have the seven seed. I think the NBA has, have, has a bust for how they've structured the play-in format for not having contingencies built in for if this came if this team is this many games back they're not in they shouldn't have a chance or if this team is this many games ahead of the 10 seed they shouldn't have to play in but this i guess their rebuttal would be well if they're that much better then they should have no problem beating them that's fair but at the same time you're making them play an extra game and if you're expecting them to play an extra game and then play the suns and then yeah and then move on that's they're going to get wiped by the suns because they had to play an extra game I'm cutting you guys off. That's fine. Okay. Next. Next. Uh, My what, last next? bust. Kyle's last bust. Or you, yeah, you did two busts. Yeah, go for it. Do we well, have three? Right. Yeah, go for it. So I'm gonna hit mine. Mm-hmm. You hit yours. No, he hits his. I hit mine. Okay, that's fine. My last bust. Uh, Miami. Miami city? spent. Yeah, just like the city. Like L.A. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because they spent three hundred fifty thousand dollars on the homeless on and new park Miami. lights. Yeah, you know, like when you go to a park, you want some light at dark. You know, maybe you take your dog to the park or something like that. Right? I would love to play basketball at the park near my apartment, but it's always dark. Right. Well, here's the thing. Miami Miami spent $350,000 on new park lights. Here's the kicker. The park closes at sundown. <laughs> so they got new lights for a park that isn't open after the sun goes down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bus. Yeah, that's yeah. a bus. Yeah. No uh, debate about that one. So that's mine. Yeah, what's your next book? That's fantastic. Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we didn't keep... talk about it. I was going to no, say... No, he, he mentioned it in Sports News. No, he did not mention no. Conor McGregor. So, and I was going no, to, but I'm glad he, I did. No, he no, I, I did mention Conor McGregor. I don't um, remember So this. he got pulled over for like <laughs> the did. whole Bentley. He got arrested on traffic violations. I do all want that. a replay of this because I don't remember Conor <laughs> Well, then just play the podcast tomorrow morning. Yeah, 100%, dude. You fucking scrub, dude. Okay. When he doesn't talk about Conor McGregor, I will bring it up. My oh no, you can definitely bring it up if I did not talk about Conor McGregor in the the sports news, because I definitely did talking about how he was arrested on traffic violations. Let me, let me know in the comments if you've been here for the last two hours, three hours. Bentley, dude. Um, if Kyle talked about Conor McGregor, yeah, he was speeding in Bentley, pulled over for traffic violations. That's not why he's my bus. So he's my bus. Um, he said he wants Usman for the title shot for his first fight back. That's retarded. Um. My notes here, um, he's just pathetic at this point. Yeah, um, he's McGregor, relying on his name and who he used to be. 100%, dude. McGregor is somebody that was the baddest pound-for-pound pound fighter 
in the UFC. I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> I don't know what you're about to say there, but I almost lost my shit. I, I don't know if you were singing the song. I was, and then you said fighter, but you started it with like F-A-G, and I was a little confused. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. So, Conor McGregor at one point was the most dominant pound-for-pound fighter yes. in the UFC, which means he was top of the line any fighting organization. Conor McGregor was number one. And now he's at the point where he's just trying to make money, trying to fight Usman, where Usman would absolutely... Destroy him. Destroy McGregor. It wouldn't even be close. He would try to move up a weight class to the 170 to fight a welterweight at Usman. It, it wouldn't even compare. It wouldn't. McGregor, dude, he was the most dominant fighter there was at 135, which was... Correct me if I'm wrong. 135? Kyle, I don't know this like you do. Yeah, I I, I want to say 135. You said welterweight? Which was... No, yeah, he wants to fight Usman at welterweight. But the most dominant McGregor was at 135, which I believe was weather... Uh, not weatherweight. Featherweight. Okay. Featherweight UFC. Hold on one second. I'm looking this up. 145. 145. Okay, so one less than 145 would have been bantamweight at Aljamain Sterling, Peter Yan, Piotr Yan, how the fuck you want to pronounce it? Piotr. DJ Dillashaw. DJ. TJ. Yep. Fuck me, dude. Jose Aldo, Corey Sanhagen. He beat Jose Aldo. Four. The bantamweight title. Yes. That was the division. But even then, that was like a... Maybe one lucky punch. Well, hey, don't get me wrong. I think if Jose Aldo and McGregor went and ran that back, Jose Aldo's winning that 8 out of 10 times, which is 4 out of 5. But McGregor still has that chance. Right? So, with McGregor trying to go all the way up to welterweight... To fight Usman, who is right now the UFC, which means pound the, pound. It's, it's the top of the top. In the world. Usman is right now the number one pound-for-pound top-ranked fighter in the UFC, like Logan just said, in the world, pretty much. Fighter, McGregor does not stand a chance. It's literally pathetic at this point. He wants to try, try to make money off, off his name. name, and it's not going to work because Usman is... Absolutely dominant. And if Usman can get another title and then retire and then immediately retire after Save that, it. Usman will go down as, if not the number one, top three greatest fighters of all time in the history of the UFC. And I hope Usman does. You said he's it, absolutely dominant. If he beats McGregor? No, he, no, no. Who is next no, I said if Usman wins another title, if he moves up or moves down, doesn't matter. If he gets two belts and remains the most dominant person in the world... Two belts, yeah. He will be the greatest fighter of all time. One of and at least. Top three. I, I, I honestly think that'll top Jones, that'll top GSP, that'll top Anderson Silva, that'll top all of them. If he can go get another title, defend it once or twice, and then retire, Usman's the man. I think it's fair. Okay. Logan. Okay, your last bus? my last bus is the Orioles, Pirates, and the Guardians. Um, there's three teams. 
That Cleveland is Cleveland Guardians. Yes, Cleveland Guardians. So the Baltimore Orioles, Pittsburgh Pirates, and Cleveland Guardians. This is in relation to a Jock Peterson quote tweet uh, about Uh-oh. the 2022 payroll for MLB teams. We talked about it earlier. The MLB, no salary cap. Big markets spend some big money, right? You get the best players. That's why the Dodgers got Freddie Freeman. That's why the, that's why the Red Sox got Trevor Story. That's you know why these teams spend a lot of money. Uh, so there was a tweet that someone put out about the 2022 payroll. Top three teams. Big markets, like I said, LA Dodgers, $270 million payroll. New York Mets, $249 million payroll. Mets suck too. They might be better this year. I think they'll, I think they'll be better this <laughs> they'll year. They'll be better this year, yeah. New York Yankees, $236 million payroll. Those are the top three payrolls in baseball. The bottom three payrolls, all three of those were over $230 million. The bottom three payrolls, starting with the Cleveland Guardians, 35 Point six million dollars for their entire roster. Pittsburgh Pirates, thirty-five and a quarter million dollars for their entire roster. Baltimore Orioles, last in MLB at thirty point three million dollars for their entire roster. That is more than that is fifty-five players on the active roster, making less than a million dollars per year on average per player. Man, for Tanner, you just gotta feel for him. You have to. The Lions and the Pirates. You can't. Tanner hates himself. Those, he likes hating. Himself. Those are two of the worst teams in any sports industry. And the Pistons—they're gonna have a top three pick this year <laughs> again. Yes, a uh, Pistons fan. Yeah, yes, Detroit. Oh, but not a Tigers fan. I know. I Interesting. Know. Anyways, Jock Peterson's quote tweet or tweet of that of that image with those those top three bottom three teams was embarrassed for your fan base. Be better. If you can't sell your team to somebody that wants to show the fan base and baseball that they're at least trying to compete, sorry, unacceptable. I couldn't agree more. If you're not willing 100%. to spend money in a sport that doesn't even have a salary cap and you won't pay guys more money to try to come play for you, sell the fucking team because you shouldn't own them in the first place. You're not making money on your fucking team. It makes no fucking sense. If you're, you're not making money, you're not paying guys. Why do you even own a fucking sports franchise? Sell it to someone that wants to make money. Pat McAfee and his boys want to buy the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they would pay anybody whatever they want. And I would rather see that than whoever owns the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. Uh, I 100% agree with Jock Peterson. If you're a team that's not willing to pay anybody, get over it, pay somebody, and move on either by selling it or paying somebody. Sorry. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to Totally Talking Sports. Uh, we love podcasting with you guys. This one was a very long one. It's always long. Um, NFL, dude. I feel like it's only long when I bring more twisted tees than should be allotted. Don't know how to talk. <laughs> there, <laughs> there should be two tall cans per person. Like, that's... You brought two boxes and went, we don't have to drink this. Well, to be fair, to be fair... Logan, you pussy. <laughs> I have to drive home. <laughs> you son of hey, a bitch. See you guys next week. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. To our new followers, to our new listeners, we appreciate you and we'll see you guys next week. Okay, thank you as always for the support, guys. Um, like we talked about earlier, potentially live stream this Saturday. Kind of depends on the Duke game. Um, if they This Saturday, oh regardless, God. regardless. I accidentally pressed stop screen right in the middle of your comment. Stop streaming. But we're still doing the... the okay, that's fine. Uh, okay. Potentially, like we said, if you guys want to tune in uh, next week, 
What is this fucking... <laughs> Kyle's been trapped. Oh, my God. If you guys want to tune in on Saturday, as He's long as Duke is most likely playing Gonzaga... No, we'll... he stopped it. Yeah, but he's doing the recording for the yeah, podcast still. The podcast. Oh! Uh, yeah, we'll be there. We love you guys. God damn it, Kyle, shut up. <laughs> so we'll be there for for on Saturday for that podcast Saturday. for the live stream. If not, we'll be doing live stream most likely before then. Anyways, on we Amigo on TikTok live stream on TikTok live. Thank you guys as always for the support. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>